0: It's another Wednesday welcome, welcome, night. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, welcome. We've got um, a new face in studio, and we're missing a face that's common to the studio. We've got Michael Bush in studio with yeah, us. Yeah,
1: let's go. Track spec
0: DD, the uh, man <clears throat> behind some of the movements of Max Boost, the man behind some of the movements of HS for Honda, and we're unfortunately missing our brother, our comrade, our Al compatriot, Michael. Al Michael. Uh, we oh. miss you Al. you would be here <laughs> uh, Cracking jokes So we'll try to keep the funny going without you uh, but you it's are different. You it know, is. Like, it feels a little different on the have, couch. I, I'm cold. I don't have my right-hand man here to heat me up, <laughs> so this feels weird. Uh, but it's uh, we always miss Al. His jokes are quite poignant and witty. It's golden. Uh, so it will be maybe a little bit slower of a cast this time, but we are still going to have a lot to talk about. We're still going to have a good time. Because we, we got Michael Bush in house. So yes, thank you so do, much yeah. for being here, Michael. Uh, appreciate you. Yes. It's uh, We got a lot to talk about. It's uh, suicide awareness. Month. Yes, it Uh, is. We're going to talk about some of that, uh, talk about what it takes for communities to, you know bring people back from some of the folds of what it is to find uh, yourself in some of those dark places. Absolutely. We're gonna talk about some hypercars. We're gonna dive into- Two hypercars. Um, we're gonna dive into comic books. We're gonna dive into the cool end of automotive, which is the creative side. Uh, besides just you know building cars and making you know fast times or winning track races, it's also about making art, making uh, right. comics, making stories. Uh, all the other parts like we're doing here with this Silly podcast that we do. Absolutely. Um, so, again, thank you for coming here, Michael. Uh, we appreciate you being in, in studio with us. Yeah, and thank you. Uh, Thanks for having me. We're going to hit it right uh, on the head, running, with two new ridiculous cars. Uh, the first one is a Bugatti. Uh, it is pronounced in French, which I can't say. I'm,
1: I'm going to try it, so but Walt's I'm gonna I'm give us I might help. butcher it. So. <laughs> it's the uh, Bugatti Lavois
0: Noire. And uh it's something black and it is a I mean very, it's sinister. It is a sinister car. I mean uh it's got crazy design, it's got fourteen hundred plus horsepower, it's a V16. Oof. Uh it looks different than most Bugattis before. Yeah. Uh it looks more aggressive than some of like yeah. the Sharones and things that it's yeah, based yeah. off of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, first off, let's start with the design language. Talk about those hips there, uh, Walter. I mean, it just, is. Just look at that rear section. Yeah, it, it let's is crazy. look at that
1: rear three quarter section. I mean, the volume of that rear fender—it means business. Yes,
0: yes, it does. It's uh-huh. like Nicki
1: Minaj, you know, just came through and <laughs> sat down on on a chair. You know, oh, what I mean, Jesus.
0: like it's a stallion. Yeah, it, yeah, seriously. <laughs>
1: and so, you know, I mean, the the whole design of it. I mean, it's a it's a statement piece. It's It's nothing but a halo. It's something that is like, if you want me, you got to come out. Uh, deep in those pockets.
0: Yes. And, and let's talk about how deep those pockets have to be because this car does come with the most expensive uh, asking price at least of any regular branded car from a car manufacturer. Of course, one-off, you know, built cars and things may be different. Race cars may be different. Formula One cars may be different. But this bad boy comes in at a clean, from what I've seen, $19 million. <laughs> $19 million. <Deeper>. $19 million. <laughs> I, like you're, I like how
1: your mod is. It. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty decent. It's for not a, bad. I, you know, I mean, if you're going to spend it.
0: Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's what $19 million buys yeah? Um, You can get a lot of cars for $19 million. And I think this is one of those things that kind of also hits me with, like, some of the um, monikers that come from anything that's branded, right? right? Bugatti can ask this much because it's Bugatti. Um, whether or not it's really... Ne- necessarily worth 19 million dollars i don't know i mean it certainly looks the part but they can ask it and people will pay it um that's that's the the funny thing about bugatti if it was a, if this was a hyundai mm-hmm. even with all the things they wouldn't pay it but bugatti can ask the most you'd ever pay for it because i mean of it's their bugatti name. exactly yeah, right. they have a they've you know, been making the, cars for so it's long it's the creme
1: de la creme of ultra luxury right? and and they've always done it Right? Always I mean, all this. the old Bugattis that I've ever out.
0: seen, the p- the paint they even put on Bugattis from like the 40s and 30s. Yeah. They were they had like electric blue in the 30s. You just in had to get 30s. a Bugatti. Right. And two tone. Exactly. You know what two-tone mean? paint. So I love to see this from Bugatti. I mean, again, I'm never gonna own one, but it's super cool to see him build it. Um, and again, V16, we're probably not gonna see too many more V16s no, no. show up not, anything not in anything anymore. anymore. <laughs> uh so again, just a testament to the old petrol motor, still uh chucking away and, and still makes an amazing thing.
1: You know, for the last couple of episodes, we've always talked about electric, right? We have. We've talked and a so lot about I know about this electric. is a big statement piece. Do you think a company like Bugatti is going to shift into the EV electric Absolutely. market?
0: I think they have to. I think they, they have to. I agree I th- with you. I think you were, you know? your testament from other episodes ties into the fact that luxury is electric. It right. is so yeah. easy to make the luxury things happen with electric because you have sound. You have all that right. power right. delivery, um, you know, the then uh, what is it the single gearing even like you have with Teslas where you just don't have a, a a bump you don't have a break, so it's just you're so luxuriously wrapped in simplicity of movement right that i would think Bugatti would have to of course grab right. onto that but i don't know if that means Bugatti doesn't make this still because again this isn't really made for them to be like oh we're going to make a 100 million of them be like no we're going right. to make 10 for like people that own think, oil companies. I think
1: 30.
0: <laughs> you I know, exactly. the limitation so, is 50 to 30, I believe. So wow. I don't think that they'd stop making this even if they made EVs. It's just obviously the people who would buy these would be very, you know, one off, you know, very rich people anyway. So I think they have to go EV though. I'm kind of surprised that it's not EV
2: to be honest, right? right. Like at this point in time it it seems like it it's
0: uh it, to me it's surprising. Right because they could add more to it. They could just do the same exact thing and just add four electric motors even. Well, and, and they'd, they'd just be like it's 1600 horsepower from the powered gas motor and then we added 900 more horsepower from the electric I mean they could do tons of things. So I agree with you. It and is interesting. They've already been on top of the world for
2: gasoline powered cars, you know, for the last what 15 plus years yes. so yeah. it's like yep. they don't it's not like they have something to prove like some of the other manufacturers right
0: so which which makes me think that maybe just like we're on the kind of the event of the horizon for electric cars becoming the norm maybe this is kind of one of their last swan songs they're so like yep and we're going to make a couple more of these really crazy like one-off bespoke 30 to 50 made for the world type of cars. There'll be silly amounts of money that you have to pay for them, but maybe that's why they're doing it too. Maybe because they're such an old company, they can again get away with the price point and they can say, we're going to build a couple more of these petrol, you know, beauties and we'll still make the EV. We'll bring this other stuff around, but you'll still be able to get a couple of these things from us only because we're Bugatti and we can play that game. Um, But I mean, again, I like the look of it. I mean, gosh, the top. If you're looking on, if you're watching on the YouTube, uh, I mean, the pictures are just stunning of this car. It has a lot of the Citroen, Citrone. Cer- Citroen. Citron. Citron. I mean, it's French. You right. know what I mean, like uh, in it. But it, but it, I think it looks even more styled. I mean, mm-hmm. I think some of the the stuff that you got from like those models was muted in in drama and this seems to have even more drama i mean it has all the drama in the rear the way that that front end (laughs) points in the middle yeah it
1: just and i just like the the one thing i like about bugatti's design is they've kept it always consistent with the center bone uh center line of the vehicle yes and that's the uh, ultimate uh secondary uh traditional design cue and element on the bugatti yeah that and then the um the Horseshoe Grill. Yes, you know the, the Horseshoe, horseshoe grill, grill. Of course, is by far the most iconic. they kept it opening, there, and they've kept it there,
0: and they've kept it there. Know? And I gotta say, if, if you look at I mean, the way that they've done the hood scoops with the small indentations and cuts, right? that, like I mean. It it looks like a looks like a Bond villain car. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you yeah, totally. own this, you are evil. You obviously are, evil, but you're classy as hell. Like you have you, you own Spectre. <laughs> That's the thing. Like you are the leader of Spectre if you drive this car. Um so I mean again, I, I gotta say, as as far as a testament to to design and cool, like petrol's still awesome. Right. Oh, they, they totally... It's a, it's a total make, fashion piece. Oh, dude, exactly. Yeah. And I you know love it mean? for that. I mean, you look well, at it and you're like, thank God people still want to make beautiful things. <laughs> like, I
1: don't think the, the jumpsuit Ferrari owner would have something like this. No, he right? wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. Exactly. This guy, you know, this person who owns this vehicle is, you know, I mean, his his hair isn't even parted with like one single hair right. aside. It's all gelled. It's nicely perfect. combed. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know... Uh, Tapered, clean. I mean, he's got probably a couple, few pieces, but a nice clean suit. Yep. You know, has he's never owned shiny a pair of, shoes. of
0: socks because all of his shoes are boat shoes, so there's exactly. no need for socks. Yep, cotton just, has never touched. No, it. it's, co- own, it's like what's nothing? cotton? What's cotton? I don't you know, know where that is? We're talking about
1: fleece. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. what I mean?
0: <laughs> I'm lighting with fleece up in um, this. You know, so yeah, I think I mean again, I love it. I think it's amazing uh, as far as what it is, just as a moniker from the from the manufacturer. I again, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. I like to yeah, see beautiful uh, things. Just look at that tail light arrangement. You I, know mean, what I mean, God, uh, I mean, look at all those exhaust pipes. Jesus Christ. It Do you like, need six? I mean, if I mean, it's the Bugatti or like ancient churches. Those are the only two that have pipes that come out like <laughs> these. Are <laughs> pipe organs, baby? Yeah, like right? that's it.
1: I mean, if, um, if you're behind that car, you, you pray oh, to Jesus. You know, I'll you get know, it. my God. Yeah, exactly. You pray to God as soon pray you to God.
0: convert immediately once you see those pipes. <laughs> um, so again, I love it. I love it for the excess. I love it for all of the extra drip. That that they put onto it. <laughs> um, again, it's I had I, something I'd never own. And most of the time, I don't look to the hypercar section because they don't do something so over the top that I'm amazed by right. it. They definitely this hit, one. Hit, hit it yeah, out this of the one. park with this one. And again, it's not just like a very cool, like, again, there's very cool, like, Ferraris. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, the 812 Super Fast is an amazing right, right. Ferrari, but it doesn't make me feel like this does, no. where I'm like, again, I feel like I have to do crime yeah <laughs> Large scale global crime in this car. Like, no, I must affect other people's global economy, and I, mean, I got to tank it. I got to do it just for my own it's, evil. Yeah, it, it's sinister. It, yeah, one totally. The,
2: the things that like, and there was the picture of it with the uh, the older one, right? Like,
0: yeah,
1: the fifty seven
0: C Atlantic. Oh, right. Which, Which was, is kind of what it's like. I guess the moniker that it's based. It's, yeah, yeah, like you totally can see the, where they took some yeah, of the design, the design absolutely, right? and you like, can see yeah. the hood where they have like the grills, very yeah. similar mm-hmm. in the styling. And if we're really honest, I mean, let's look at that old car. It's absolutely stunning it's again, gorgeous. and I'm yeah. sure that old car is now probably worth $19 million because I've uh, never even tr- seen one tr- ever. $40 right. million. There we go. No, and, so, and like,
2: you can imagine what that car was like
1: in its time. I mean,
0: like, again, like, I'm oh, yeah. pretty like, sure you were evil if you owned the you old know, one, definitely, because you were a dictator of a country. Like, yeah, or some
1: fashion brand, you know, <laughs> yeah. capitalist. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, know. like House of Gucci like level of shop. Like, I'm going to kill somebody today you know in great. my own family and then take over the business <laughs> in this car. But I mean, God, it is a Bugatti is a company that has done beauty at a standard that I think lasted yeah. their whole lineage. Because yeah. when you look back, you're like, oh no, you've been nailing it for a long yeah. time. And if you were lucky enough to even get some of their old cars, you had to have been a baron, uh, 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 a Rothschild, uh, some, something of something. that level. Because you weren't just going to be an average person even to ever see one. Right. And then when you see that they're still bringing the ideas forward, you're like... Yeah, this is not something new. This is this is just out of their old bag of tricks. They are just good at doing this. Um, I mean, even look at the interior. yeah the interior. <sighs> I mean, again, like it's not something that's missed. I've sat in some new cars. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I've sat in like the new Ferrari Roma. It's a yeah. great car. It's not like this. It's, it's not... not even close. Um, I've sat in the F12 Superfast. It's actually worse than the Roma. I mean, it's actually much more like not. It's much more about like how fast that motor is, but it's much more simplistic as far as what you're looking. And then you look at this, and you're like, yeah. okay, so some Victorian era like designer mm-hmm. got really, really high on cocaine, and then just was given free form to design an interior, <laughs> and that's what he came up with. And it is. But what's dope is it's simple. Yes, simple, yeah. but like gorgeous. Yeah, think, think of all like, of its
2: extra. The, the, a Pagani Huayra, right? That car is so over the top on the inside. But I also like that too. I love it. I yeah, do. I it, love the, it. Same kind of thing. It's in a different
0: way, though, right? Yeah. Like yes. This is it a different is. type of way. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, it is. It is simpler. It is. But again, like I love like the arches of the seats, yeah. the base of the seats, even as beautiful as French. it comes along. I mean, very French indeed. Very and again, French. French car manufacturers in my, I guess, mind have always made beautiful things. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can go through like from. old stuff anything ds
1: fashion brands the
0: ds alone just from what it was was crazy beautiful even if it wasn't a performance car it was beautiful in what it did everything looked good steering wheels with single uh spoke lines down and where it has nothing else but it just circles around i mean some of that stuff again it's only going to be done by the french because they have they have that mindset
1: well here's the thing too is like if you look at all of french vehicles you look at citroen you look at uh, Renault, you look at Bugatti
0: and Peugeot. Is that Peugeot? Yeah, Peugeot. and Peugeot
1: as well. The number one thing that I, I can say they all strongly do is they pull. They pull a lot of contrast. Yes, within their vehicles. So mm-hmm. if you look at the interior, like for this one example, for example, on the Bugatti. Yep. I mean that blue. Yes. Against that dark black. Oh my I mean, God! There's a ton of contrast. There is. Yeah. Like, and
0: I want it so bad. <laughs> you, you can't
1: deny that. You, you can't deny that the French have always made bold statements. I mean, just look at their
0: fashion. Well, look at what the French also gave us. They gave us democracy and they gave us the menage a trois. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they've already been getting us a lot of great stuff. I mean, they a fr- definitely- A lot of
1: French contributions here. You know, definitely
0: a lot of French contributions. <laughs> I love all of them, so. <laughs> French terry cloth. So, I mean, again, this is just a cool thing. I I, I love it. I, uh, I want to see more of these kind of things come through at least as we kind of, at least as it looks. We talk a lot about electric cars. We just talked about electric sports cars. I think we're headed more towards electric. I like to see the last of these kind of come down. I want to see more of them. I want to see the excess. And again, like Mike, like you said, that interior is cool. And I didn't know I wanted a black car with light blue interior until somebody showed me it. And I was like, oh, my God, I didn't even know I could have that. That's fantastic. I thought it only came in black or gray. Like. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so having some of that stuff is just wild. There we go. Look at the motor. V16 quad turbo. Jesus. uh, Just some of that. And again, excess. You could make probably the same. In fact, Koenigsegg does without having quad turbos and things. But the fact that Bugatti just keeps giving so much excess on top of it. You're just like, oh, yeah. Extra. It's extra like, you cream. don't need one
1: diamond ring. We'll just no. give you five. Exactly. Exactly. And then <laughs> One we'll for put, each finger. <laughs> we'll put five carat diamonds on each finger. Exactly.
0: And so while it is so over the top, I'm also just like a tip of the hat to just, you did it over the top the best. Yeah. Because <laughs> exactly, right. you also, I guess you can go over the top and be like Trump. And not that political, but he has like a golden bathroom where it's like, you went over the top. Yeah. It's still shitty. I mean, it smells like shit in <laughs> yeah. here. It's just based on shit. Exactly. So it's not great. This is over the top. And great. Yeah, it's <laughs> great. Uh, but that brings us to the next car in our lineup for the hypercar world, which is the new Koenigsegg, which came right on the back of the Bugatti, um, but also comes in with a lot less price point. So we have the new Koenigsegg. I think it's called the 8. 8- 50 CC850. CC yes. Uh, and it's a recall to their very first car that they uh, released. Right. It's not a remake, but it's like a. It's
1: just a retro. Ver- I mean, they take a lot of the uh, styling cues from the original. Exactly. But it's basically, a, I would call it a retro modern future uh, approach of it. Yes. That's the so, way I put um, it. Conan said he's turning 50. Mm-hmm. And so it's to celebrate his birthday. Yep. And this is the car that him and his team designed.
0: Yep. And it is a hell of a car. It looks incredibly simple. Uh it is minimalist in my opinion because of just how easy the lines sweep on it. Uh the front end looks just classic aggressive. It looks like nineties supercars and, and like like it, again, it reminds me of the things like the three five five Ferrari. Yes, yeah. you know mm-hmm. it has like again. It, it doesn't have pop up lights, but it has the square lights where it looks just like that. It reminds me of Nobles, mm-hmm. like the Noble M uh, oh, four hundred yeah, and things. Yeah, it reminds right. me of all those types of things, uh, and I love it. I think it's great. And Koenigsegg is one of those companies that, I mean, first off, it's only three million dollars. So we've you can have a bunch of these for the same <laughs> price as the Bugatti, which is great value if you're looking at that point. But it is a hell of a technological marvel. It has the free valve system. It's got a crazy uh, uh, transmission that is manual and an automatic, but it's a gated manual. Gated manual. So you have a manual and a separate transmission, kind of like I remember back in the day, used to get old Volvos with the overdrive being a completely separate <laughs> transmission attached to the manual. Oh. So you'd shift it in and then you'd hit a button and the button would drift it over to the overdrive. And so, I mean, again, like they're going to the level of stuff that we have not seen in a long time and it's and it's all their own technology. I mean, the free valve system is a Koenigsegg exclusive head type valve technology. Right. This. Transmission has got to be a Koenigsegg exclusive transmission. I don't know if it'll even be on any other cars. It may just be for this 50th anniversary. But good God, if you have money, you have so much you can spend it on. Jesus God, <laughs> what a time to be alive. Like, yeah. can you imagine if you had this type of money, but you lived in like ancient Egypt? And it was like, I mean, you can have like more figs or like another barrel of honey, but you ain't getting shit. You gotta you gotta take it a step
1: back, though. I mean, you're talking about ancient Egypt. I mean, they
0: you can have more horses, but they're all relatively the same speed. Like
1: (laughs) they they had they had gold caskets.
0: They did, they did, but they pulled your nose, your brain out your nose. Like I don't know if I really, but but this is, I mean, if that's all fiction, that's all fiction. If you have opulence, my god. You can get some great toys. Holy Christ. I mean, that... (laughs) And now, what are the numbers on this? I I heard this was something in the sixteen or 1,800 horsepower range. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, again, already as powerful, if not more powerful than the Bugatti. I bet this thing gets better gas mileage because with the free valve system, you can literally turn it to be like, just sip it. Just sip the fuel. Uh, That transmission, I bet, an automatic, probably, honestly, is pretty quiet, too.
1: I it's oh, amazing I how so. he
0: makes his cars. Yeah. Uh, so this is one of those things. That as much as it's a Halo car, I think Koenigsegg is much more of an engineering house than just a car manufacturer. Because I hope and pray that their technologies really work their way into our everyday ethos, as opposed to just their car brand being "we have the best technology and it's only us." Like I would love it if Koenigsegg like sells their type of free valve systems to like Honda. That would like, be cool. We're not yeah. gonna make yeah. all. We're not gonna make a bunch of cars for people. You know what? I'd like- But you guys can take our tech and make your people cars way, way better than they ever would be. Way more efficient, right? And just give us, pay us for it. I mean, it's worth it. That free valve system is too. Cool. I feel like
1: I feel like they're gonna license it at some
0: certain point. I hope know? so. I hope so because I mean I've heard that the they have a I think it was a f- four liter three cylinder mm-hmm. in the Gamera. in the Gamera, yeah. yeah, and it is able to produce like 30 plus ho- uh, miles per gallon mm-hmm. at certain settings and over 600 naturally aspirated horsepower on other settings and that is That's not something you can ever do with settings nope. you can't ask it to do it you can't again you can never just take your cam out so the fact that they have a technology like, oh just just whatever cam you want today in fact whatever cam you want right now and then later you can have a different one like <laughs> we've it's just, just all air. Mechanics just we never had even that option. We always right. had to change a part. So now that somebody's like so smart they're like, "Oh no, we again rewrote the math to make the the thing that you never thought was possible now possible." God, I want to see it on regular cars cuz this makes performance actually attainable to everything. If you can just have gas mileage be a button change, then your actual sport mode on your car is a 300 horsepower gain. Think of it well, if we had that kind of technology
2: 40, 50 years ago. Do you think we'd have electric cars now because would we have would we have gotten that's a to great a gas, question that is into actually, a gas crisis that's a that
0: great great question
1: i, I think it, it boils down to i mean just look at the brand Conan right yep i mean they don't want they keep everything proprietary for the f- same reason why they have a high price tag yep. you know it's yep. all exclusive yeah. it's for the certain um niche supercar hypercar buyer yep that can actually afford this. They, they they want they don't want to be like any everybody else, mm-hmm. and so they separate themselves from that. But to answer your question, I mean, sure, why not? I mean, we could all benefit from it. And know? the thing is, it's
0: not like they would lose money. Yeah, no. I mean, if they if they made this a proprietary, like 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 here we're gonna sell it to you, but we can sell it to other people too. Why would not everybody just buy their tech? Right. I mean, it already works, and it's just like again, the amount of power you get to to gas mileage to control it. I mean, just to me, it doesn't make any sense not to expand on it. Of mm-hmm. course, again, you always I mean, people who make new things deserve to make as much money as they can. I mean, again, if you're the genius who comes up with the new stuff, you deserve sure. to oh, yeah. become a king, in my opinion, for what you've done. I just don't want somebody to say, oh, but nobody else can have this. I want you to be like, I will now be well, another in a, in hundred a per-
1: billionaire in a perfect world. Right. I mean, that's that that would be. And know, again, I want scenario, people to make. I want but. you know,
0: Sir Konigsegg to make a ton of money for his his amazing engineering stuff. I just don't want him to keep it to himself. Right. Sell it to the other manufacturers. Yeah. Let them play with it. Give us, give humanity the gift of your intelligence. <laughs> yeah, that uh, is. In that true. way, you know, don't just keep it for the top tier that of the people that can afford it. I would say, you know, um, and but other than that, I mean, again, the car alone, standing alone, amazing. is 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 just. I mean, That's talk a, about a birthday gift to yourself! Design. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. If you were like, um oh, company's turning fifty, I'm gonna give myself a a hell of a gift. Like <laughs> I'm gonna build my own extra super car. Like,
1: let me ask you this though, Michael. Yeah. Uh, the Koenigsegg or the Bugatti, which one would you have? Which one's more your cup of tea? Oh, the Koenigsegg. Oh, I like my it. man, simple. I like it. I like it. Like,
2: I you if you know my cars, you'd think I'm not simple, but I actually like really simple for sure. mild modification yeah. modified cars or mild design yep I, and i uh i don't like geometric i like angles
1: yeah mm. no I, I totally agree with you yep. i i'm into uh plain sheer surfacing design i like things that catch a lot of light mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i don't like breaking up of surfaces i like things that are very modular yep. you know and i mean there's all these familiar shapes that we're very familiar with no, uh, in the design
0: And it looks, front to back, it looks, again, like an art piece, I think, personally. I
1: do
2: think it needs some kind of wing. It's weird how it just kind of falls off in the back.
0: And I don't know it. if that's because it's an actual adjustable wing. I think well, there might think be something that comes out yeah. of it. Yeah, it kind of looks like I, I It's pneumatic. It. And yeah, yeah, okay. I'm sure okay. Ko- Koenigsegg has so much have some... stuff that like flies up <laughs> yeah. and down and moves around. I'm sure they've got some wings in there that are fairly large size, but they're part of the body and they connect. Because <laughs> right. if anybody's going to make a Gundam, it'll be Koenigsegg first, yeah. for <laughs> sure. <have> like, <laughs> they
1: will have like five panels, you know, just like air breaking. Right. You know exa- I mean, I mean right. That, that's I would, that would cool. be so
0: cool. <laughs> I'd be so down for that kind of
1: thing. Like the Gundam one? Exactly. <laughs> like, that's so
0: It just comes to a break and then four things open yeah, up and four just open. lights shine up and then she's, yeah, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm totally ready for mech suits. I've, I'm ready to adopt. Um, but yeah, I think those are our hypercars of the week. Uh, I don't know who else is going to, uh, who else could even, uh, unless Pagani is going to step up with something outrageous from, from the corners or something. I don't know who else would step up with another hypercar to compete with this type of stuff. Um, like last week we had the, uh, the GT3, it was released by Porsche. Again, not a hypercar, but again, just smacked everybody in the face with far better GT3 than the last model, more wings, more arrow, more power. You're just like, God, how do you, again, you start looking at those things, like we were saying, and I don't know where you go from here. I don't know where Koenigsegg gets any better. I also don't know how you make the PlayStation 6. I don't know what, it's already real. I don't know what, what am I going to do?
1: And I think Uh... that's also left to like the imagination of each design team, you know, it's like, you know, there's a design briefing from, you know, the chief designer or from one of the executives. Yep. And they're like, hey, we want to make a rocket car. You yes. know what I mean? And in that process of creating this rocket car that is inspired by, you know, different types of trumpets or, you know, instruments and things mm-hmm. of that nature, something comes up and something gets reimagined and something gets, you know, um, pushed. You know, I mean, you got to push design at its uh Forefront, where you're like, "What the fuck is that?" You know what I mean? Yeah. And when absolutely. you can, when you can look at stuff like that and then pull back from it and make it, you know, exciting and work for you as, you know, your brand or your ethos, then you become successful. Then yes. those are the new and uh, interesting things that kind of evolve from mm-hmm. your company, and that's where. Uh, innovation really comes into play and that's why we have you know series like f1 so that we can maintain these you know innovative creative ideas from each engineering team from each you know uh, participant in in motorsports and so which you know is definitely a great segue to talk about your contribution to motorsports michael because you are the one that has a racing team
0: I Absolutely. I, so, of I, course, we've talked to Mike before on the pod. We uh, we had a brief interview with him, but I think we just need to recap on all the stuff you do because you wear so many hats. Uh, the race team, you've built a couple of race cars. You're also a uh, artist. You're also a uh, uh, aficionado when it comes to raising money and raising funds. I mean, it it, it the hats keep keep changing man so yeah. give everybody a breakdown of kind of from the racing to the creative to the personal of who is and what makes up mike bush yeah oh boy
2: it's there's a lot to unpack there but uh yeah so you know i i, I originated in in spokane mm-hmm. uh and that's kind of where i got my start in with cars uh you know from a, a young age I mentioned uh, at the car show that I got into cars cuz of my mom. Yep. Uh shout out actually. to
0: moms who get their sons into cars. Yeah,
2: it's man I, I uh, it I I mentioned there it's the it's the one topic you know that'll get me to to kind of get that lump in my throat kind of thing totally. but uh uh it it makes me happy, right? It's uh my my mom grew up in a racing family. Mm-hmm. Uh, her dad uh, raced like regional NASCAR, uh, sure. local stock cars, and that kind of stuff. Gotcha. cars And stuff. So. so he was a
0: amateur. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Nice. Uh, I didn't know him though. I never knew you know him really, but uh, it was in the blood. My mom, yep. you know, got me into in the cars because of him, and uh, that just kind of stuck. You know, it. it uh, From the time I was little, I was always playing with Hot Wheels and Mm -hmm. but it wasn't just like playing cars like kids play cars like I was just like examining them, you know, Mm -hmm. I I would look at the the different features on the cars and stuff like that. That's cool. uh, You know, and so then, yeah, when I when I got older, um, you know, life got a little hard. Sure. We went through some family stuff with uh, my brother, uh, who was like my best friend, uh, still is, but uh, he went to prison for uh, 20 years. Okay. And uh, that put me in a really dark place. And Mm -hmm. it happened at a time like I was just becoming a teenager and just kind of got lost, you know, in life and didn't think uh, living was the right answer anymore.
0: And you're still living in Spokane at this time? Yeah, yeah, okay.
2: yeah. We we lived in Spokane. Or I lived in Spokane until I, I moved over here to okay. take a career uh actually ten years ago. Um but uh yeah, you know, I uh I essentially kind of got to the point to where I thought that suicide was the way out. Uh, I came home from school one day and uh, I knew, you know, where my dad had a gun in the house and uh, I I pulled the trigger and I didn't thankfully take the time to really think about what I was doing in that moment. I just was caught up in the emotion of it and um, I didn't operate the handgun properly and in that moment of pulling the trigger and not having the effect that I thought was going to happen, happen. Um, it was life changing. Um, I still, it didn't make it like, it wasn't like an, Oh, you know, an immediate life is better. Like sudden had, that's like epiphany, you know, but, uh, um, I, I took a step back and, uh, started to reassess things you know and 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 that's where max boost came in um you know i
0: so you're sh- living in T- spokane this is a dark time because the brother's gone yeah uh mom's still obviously there yeah is, da- parents, is both dad parents. still there yeah oh yeah, yeah. okay My parents so mom still and dad together. are still together but there's a dark time brother is gone yeah he your only brother other yeah. sibling Yeah. okay okay yeah uh, so um, the heavenies came through uh you thought at that time, that that was maybe the answer, uh, yeah. and you even checked the box of the answer, but because you didn't get your result in the interim, there was an epiphany or yeah, a light and, moment.
2: Yeah, and let me back up a little bit. Okay, and, uh, you know, um, it's not, uh, my parents were there, right? Sure. Like uh, they, they they've always been there, but uh, understandably, they were. They were so consumed in having to try to deal with their 16 year old who was, you know, going away for something mm-hmm. very serious, and uh, I I was always more uh, independent, uh, learned things quickly. You know, was this is man, your so. younger brother, or older. Brother? He's older, older he's, brother. Yeah, okay. he's four years older. Okay. Uh, so it was. Mm natural for them to be able to you know think i could i'd be okay i i could figure things out on my own and and i did you know i mean like i was uh what i think i was 11 or no i was 12 uh when you know when i was basically like teaching myself how to cook my own food sure. and just like doing all the things that, you know, as a 12 year, you're still relying on your parents for sure. Like, I had to figure all that out on my own and, mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, and, right. um, you had
0: to grow up real quick. Very,
2: very mm-hmm. quick, very quick. And, um, you know, they, but they were there and, and it's not like I didn't have the opportunity to talk to them and stuff, but I could just see that they were, they were, they're dealing with a lot, huh? You know, preoccupied, you know, um, right. and, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't bother them with it. I, mm-hmm. I just kind of internalized it and, um, you know, so then that, that day came and went and, um, did I you, still.
0: I just gotta ask, I mean, again, if stop me if, if it's too close to home, but did you, did you tell anybody about it that day? No. Okay. So no, this actually, happened yeah. and, and it, and you just, did you put the gun away? Did you put I it did. back where it was and just.
2: Basically, I sat in that room and I cried for about two hours. Okay, uh, and I put it away, and then I just told myself it was something that I was never going to tell anybody, nobody ever needed to know, uh, and I would just deal with it. Mm, wow, and uh. You know, so obviously, I, I I continued to still have this really bad depression. It's not like it just all went away, right? It didn't. You didn't,
0: know, you didn't come that. out of the darkness from this. It, no, it's still there. But it obviously you had no longer the commitment to at least the action.
2: Yeah, like I, I I I think in that you know in that moment, what it really was was it was like, holy shit. The reality of what I just tried to do hit me,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and, you know, the idea of you know my parents had already essentially lost their older son mm-hmm. uh and i almost made them lose their younger son mm-hmm. uh what would that have done to them you know mm-hmm. like i couldn't imagine that and and the the uh, severity of that action you know just right. kind of sat in and that that was part of sitting in the room and just like crying my eyes out for as long as i did but uh you know i can so after that i i you I still struggled obviously. you know I struggled for a long time but um that's where that's where max boost comes in and and that's where uh you know I I'd mentioned before um I was in the store and uh I seen this import tuner magazine uh it was a new magazine I had never seen before
0: this is after uh, the incident right this is
2: after okay. yeah it's, uh
0: I think about within
2: a year, something okay. in that time frame.
0: So, again, you haven't talked to anybody about this. You're just kind of carrying this weight inside. Yeah. And, again, the darkness is still there, but you're you're trying to find... Yeah, light. I was you're trying, trying to, to find the light. outlet, right? Yeah. Like, you're trying okay. to find
2: what's going to give me the path forward, yeah. right? Okay. Um, uh, you know, obviously I had friends and that kind of stuff, and sure. I was doing those things. I was trying to live a normal, mm-hmm. you know, early teenage life, but... Uh, just still had this big burden to carry. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so then I, I I find the magazine and it has the comic in it, uh, Max Boost. And um, oddly enough, it, it just, it resounded with me because my best friend and I seemed as goofy and, like, dumb as Max and Otto are in the comic. And it, uh, it was, so it was immediately relatable. And it just... I don't know. It just hooked like it, it's it it's uh, maybe a bit cliche, but it just seemed like it was it was all meant to be that I found this mm-hmm. comic it and spoke stuff. to you. Yeah, like yeah. it just it, I mean, it was import cars, which I had just kind of started to get introduced to and found a liking to. And totally. then it had these these two characters in it who were uh, like. Like. Best friends, but more like brothers, and they just had stupid antics that they got into totally. and stuff. And so it was like, well, that's me and my my buddy Eric. You yep. know, we, we that we were the same. And so uh it quickly became something relatable to me that was fun and not making me think of all the other baggage and BS that I was dealing with. And
0: so I wanna s- ask just also in that, did it make you when you were reading something like that where you could see yourself in the entertainment that you were taking in through the comic you mm-hmm. could picture yourself and your friend eric as uh you know max and otto is that something that started to lighten 100 percent. some of that feeling of like i am now part of something a little bigger there's things out there that explain to me and speak to me that i can find myself in yeah i mean in that way it uh I know you said in like you a, saw way, like your friends, but were you like nah? This is like if there's people out here writing this or people out here that think like me that feel like me.
3: Yeah,
2: in a, I mean, in a way, what it did for me was it it opened my eyes that like uh, I was important because mm. like Max Excellent. and Max and Otto were important to each other. So yes. I started to think about like. I was important to my friend Eric, yeah. right, and, okay. and stuff, and so it gave me that that self worth yes. that uh, value. that I kind of lost, you know, and and that I wasn't seeing in my family because I was I was a bit jaded by the fact that like I I wasn't seeing my parents very often, and my brother sure. was gone, sure, and so I've i got that back through seeing it through this comic and relating it to me and my best friend.
0: Gotcha. So there you were like there wasn't those strands that you felt you had that were reverberating with you, and then you reached this comic and found that it actually reverberated the strands that were maybe there with right. your friends Eric or other things, that, like a mm-hmm. passion for cars, even just the goofiness of being just a goofy kid, which is totally cool. Just to yeah. be a goofy kid is enough. Oh, yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. So some of that seems like you kind of were able to, to, again, reverberate on those strings, like they finally got plucked loud enough that they finally made some noise and you yeah. could feel the, the, this, the music, I guess, in that way. It,
2: it, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it it just, it all started to make sense, I guess, is is the way to, to really explain it is, um, all that time I spent kind of being lost, um, it, it all just kind of started to click that, hey, you know, there's, there's a reason to be here. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that turned into, uh, becoming even more impassioned about imports. Absolutely. uh, Because along with the comic came this magazine. Totally. So you were
0: obviously learning about the import culture on top of enjoying just the comic and the characters as they went through this story. So then obviously you were looking at builds, getting probably your favorite builds, finding cars Mm -hmm. or models that you were like, oh, I like this model. I'd like to maybe build one. I'd like to drive this type of model. So take me through some of that. As you were building this this rapport with the comic internally, Mm -hmm. what else was building inside for like... The passion for the cars.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, so you know, as I had mentioned before, I I I started out with low riders. Like sure. I was a okay. uh, total low rider guy, uh, but I I made this transition to imports. Uh, and the comic, I mean, the when I got the magazine, the first thing I did was turn to Max Boost, right? Nice. Red Max Boost, and then it was like the rest of the the uh, the magazine came. But I read them totally. cover to cover, totally, like, uh, and. I just studied what it meant to build import cars. Sure. Uh, okay. In, in, you know, in import cars in the 90s where when, in Spokane, uh, we didn't really have a lot of imports and, you know, it wasn't big. I mean, even though we're pretty close to Seattle, sure. like there's a big distance Oh, it's there. a big distance. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. No, don't kid yourself. Spokane and, is a
0: college town. It's focused around, I think, Wazoo, right?
2: Uh, Gonzaga. Or Gonzaga, but, okay. But Wazoo's close, right? But right. But it's, it's actually – it's it's more of a farm town okay it's a it's a it's the like it's the second biggest city in washington Mm -hmm. but it's rural yeah it's not a big city like you would think like tacoma or there's no
0: there's no infrastructure built up right
2: yep so you know in the car scene it was all domestics all older folks you know and and you didn't really see imports so the cars in the magazine i couldn't really relate to because i couldn't see those here like
0: Mm. Gotcha. Gotcha, uh, the, gotcha.
2: the first time I saw a, a set of te thirty sevens oh. was when I was <laughs> was when I came to IREV in two thousand one. Nice. You know? wow. <laughs> it was like, yeah, that was like, a while ago. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I mean, like that's that's just the difference. See, but totally. But uh, I I studied the cars and the stories behind them and just wanted to emulate that,
3: mm-hmm.
2: even though I I didn't have anything relatable close it, to it. You know. So. Uh it just became a thing where along with the comic, this it was almost like going to school. Sure. I, like I just the 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 magazines became school for me. And yeah. it was like I wanted to know everything I could about it. And the great thing about the import magazines at the time was each magazine covered a different segment of import
1: culture sure oh yeah i mean that was the beauty of all the the magazines that were we were exposed to i mean you had super street you had turbo magazine import tuner Mm -hmm. um euro tuner yep all these magazines dedicated sections of knowledge and you know path i mean that's that those were your grails yep right you know you looked forward to every single month to know and soak up some knowledge you know How to do a valve adjustment? How to do proper wiring? How to do, you do um, just something simple like electrical crimping and yeah. you know, or connecting? Even like and things, things like, like, like your pop was doing. Like you'd
0: get yeah. in those magazines and you'd be like, "All right, do you want to LS your your VTEC? Yeah. You want yeah. this? Yeah, you, you have go. to add an oil mod to your head. Here's how to do exactly. an oil mod." Like, well, and,
2: and so that's a, that's actually a good segue for where this goes because uh, I was always really studious. I was always one of the, you know the smarter kids sure. and, and was bored in school. Okay, uh, so in, and books
0: came easy to you. Yeah, you know, it came it was, easy you to you
2: concepts. And when I I st- I got into going to private school, I started to struggle in school for the first time. Okay, and so I turned to the magazines gotcha. because like it was like a, oh shit! I was all of a sudden I'm not the smartest kid in the class. I'm still intelligent, but like I'm struggling in school, but. I get this stuff. Right. You know, and uh, it became looking at uh sport compact car. Mm-hmm. The sport compact mm-hmm. car was like the most technical Bible of how to modify import cars. Sure. Right. So okay. that kind of uh, uh, struck a chord with my nerdy side, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I just fixate on that kind of stuff. And. Uh, that is where the racing bug really started to sink in. Was was uh, actually okay. was a through uh, okay. sport compact car because they built, you know, race cars or track yes. cars.
0: No, totally, and they actually competed. Yeah, yeah.
2: Whereas you know, in super street and import tuner, it was more show cars. Totally, they did show and lifestyle. Yeah, And they may have right? a
0: com- they may have competitive level of performance, but mm-hmm. they weren't actually competing. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. The other comp comp was actually true racers.
2: Yeah, yeah. and and then just having this knowledge that. You know, racing was in my family and that kind of stuff. I just always wanted to continue going down that route. And uh, and my mom just always immersed me in it. Like, I mean, my first import was a 97 Mitsubishi Mirage. Nice. And uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, she had actually bought it, I think, like a year or two before I got my license. And one of my, mem- my best memories is her and I going down the main drag in, in Spokane. Mm-hmm. And she's doing like a buck ten. Mm-hmm. And it's like a 30 mile an hour zone. You <laughs> sure, know? Sure, sure. She's just bawling out and stuff. It's like this is just this is my mom. You your, know? mom was, your mom was inspiring you with yeah, speed. She was. Exactly. You know, and, and uh and you know, so then that car became my first car to to really tinker with. And like I think all of us, our our first car that we start modifying is the biggest pile of shit by the time you just threw everything at it Uh, right no it was like i had the ronald mcdonald car it was it was red yes and i had the like the yellow krylon wiper the yellow uh,
1: oh man nice yeah just scroll through powered by mitsubishi i didn't didn't have that that one one. (laughs) but but i didn't need it okay you knew
3: knew. yeah
2: but uh you know i i was the the kid that uh was like so performance focused mm-hmm. I stripped out my entire interior down to just my driver's seat mm-hmm. because I knew it would saving. weight saving grams yeah. so grams <laughs> you know and and uh like this is a segue to this story that uh goes back to my mom uh I had worked with a kid who uh was a uh, his his family was a big racing family in Spokane, mm-hmm. uh, and they owned small car dealerships and whatnot. They're they're pretty famous over there. And his dad, uh, well, his family actually, his I think it's his great uncle was the 1983 Indy 500 winner. Oh my goodness! Oh, wow. Okay, so, so they're, not, they're not they're not they're not there's you know, not it's not like they're just nobodies. Yeah, right?
0: no, no, they're Bendex. The yeah. yeah, people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you know, he and I we worked together, and it was always this like one-upmanship mm-hmm. from him that. I, I was never really competitive mm-hmm. uh, sure, sure. after i lost my brother because okay. uh, so i just kind of lost that but uh i still didn't mind like handing it to somebody if they just really annoyed me you know
1: right and
2: okay. so he was the impetus behind me like stripping this car down gotcha okay i'm gonna i'm gonna beat him we're gonna race and so they finally opened up uh uh, Spokane Raceway Park okay. for Friday night drags. Nice. Like, right, right this is right after Fast and Furious comes out, and sure. they're, they're like, "Hey, Oof. we need to capitalize on this. Right, and right get right. get kids off the street." Yep, and uh, he had a catfish Camaro. Nice, uh, but it was nice, a v,
1: but it was a V six. Oh that no, we we're talking about catfish <laughs> yeah. Camaros. In the previous episode, we talked some we're talking other about other catfish yeah, right?
0: I used to have a catfish command. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, oh, it's great. It's, a, but, it's uh, LS power but it with up. nothing else. All you bought, bought was a motor. Well, <laughs> well, so
2: for this kid, you know, he he talked a big game, and he had like the SS stripes and stuff. So oh you know, no, uh, but,
0: all the stripes, none of the power. And he
2: had the V6, <laughs> and it was an
0: automatic. Ah, oh, that's gonna and be very slow. So power glide, power glide, power glide automatic. <laughs> uh, uh, that torque that tor- <laughs> tor- converter stalled. It was like second. Yeah. Third. <laughs> there you
2: go. <laughs> Needless to say, I uh, I smoked him. At I'm the, sure. At yeah, I'm trip, sure. Right? And, yeah. But I wasn't supposed to be there. Okay. Uh, I I had been strictly told by my folks like not to race my car.
0: Ah, you know, gotcha. it's not allowed. Gotcha.
2: And uh, I like all infinite wisdom that teenagers have was like, I'm going to record this. Nice. Nice. And, uh, so it's like, this I, be my highlight reel. Oh yeah.
0: A.K. Yeah. evidence. So,
2: <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I go to the racetrack and I, I beat the guy and, nice. and, uh, I'm, i pretty much sure I used every swear word in the book as I won. And, uh, forgot that the next weekend was graduation weekend yes. and my oh, folks needed no. the, needed the camera nice <laughs> yes so Amen. yeah I'm over at like a grad party and I get this call from my mom and she's like "Oh, uh, you know where's the camera and I'm trying to come up with every excuse I can to hide it and uh long story short is, is they find the camera and they're pissed right like they're ready to take away driving privileges forever kind sure. of thing and that. then she was like well who did you raise and what we well, was Eddie Sneva Wait, what? Yeah, who The jaw dropped. And suddenly it was like, let me call you back. Okay. And she had to go and talk to my dad mm-hmm. and basically explain to my dad that I beat the family member of the guy her dad used to race and beat all the time back mm-hmm. then and stuff, and so, so, so the jeans. Like full it's in circle. the jeans,
0: as it were.
1: So it became a, a family thing. It yeah, did. it was and a,
0: It's a family. Affair.
1: Let me beat your kid so I can beat your kid. Oh and beat damn. Yo kid. Generations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so meet me by First the cherry your tree. Your
0: grandmother's grandmothers. <laughs> You're all losers. Back to the generations. Meet me by the
1: apple tree. <laughs> like on, God on Main and Wall.
0: Like Jesus, that's that's impressive though. Uh, yeah, come full circle. Just continue. To beat that other family, (laughs) yeah. So it was, it
1: was.
2: The uh, Bush family wins. It was pretty neat because I still got in a ton of trouble, but it was, it was only so bad because I beat the Snevas.
0: You're gonna get in trouble because your parents seem like like stand up people, but it's gonna be like like red from that 70s show. Be like, you're grounded for a month. I beat the Snevas. You're grounded for a week <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. i'm pretty, still pissed pretty, but yeah. <laughs> you just earned a little bit less yep, yep, <laughs> exactly
2: It's pretty accurate
0: yeah it's awesome yeah it's so, awesome okay so
2: that was uh you know that was kind of like my my entry into racing right but, um i didn't really start racing until i finished the s2000 and that was in 2021 okay um I've always had a desire to race. Okay. I've I've always been interested in it. Uh, followed every racing series on the planet.
0: I. So, what's your favorite race? Let's just before we go on on more about that. What is your favorite type of racing to watch? Sports car.
2: Like, okay. I, uh, IMSA, nice. WEC. Okay. Uh, like GT cars. Awesome yeah, for sure. Same. Here. Um, I, I love watching that. Uh, I just love the uh, the strategy. Mm-hmm. I think I'd mentioned you know at the the car show that I never really had a desire to drive sure. per se but i love the engineering and strategy mm-hmm. and and play calling that it takes when you have you know a 24 hour race and you have to make it that entire time and it's not just one driver but four you have to manage and mm-hmm. you know that just it it's as much as it's the driver it's Everything else It's that every part. I mean,
0: we, nobody can sit there and be like, Toto Wolff doesn't have any kind of influence exactly. on Patronus AMG for Formula One. Everyone. Like, yeah. he is a big part of why that's successful. You know what right, I mean? Like, right. the same thing with everybody that, that's involved in that. So, I mean, I think crew chiefs it's and leaders, prefer- again, they're leaders. They're yeah. leaders because they inspire. I mean, yeah. they, that sometimes those who don't necessarily do are actually what make those who have the pedigree champions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they have the Agreed. talent, but unless you can massage talent well talent can be, get loose it can be I mean, confidence you know? right there's yeah. your own
1: mind right. there's I mean own... again coaches I mean exactly. let's
0: talk about like I mean I'll just be you know, random ones but you can look at, at this happens a couple of times in the NFL there's been players that were not stars by any reach as soon as they got on the coaching staff stars won yeah, NFL right. championships no problem exactly. right. took took the Buffalo Bills like you know and N- NCAA championship two times a mm-hmm. are like oh you're not a player but you understand the game so right, well yeah. that you can actually think around the other people playing right. it. Some of the times the drivers are just playing checkers and it's the actual managers who are playing chess. And, that's, and it's that's like, like look, you're just I've jumping, been. but I'm eight moves ahead of how right, we're gonna right. win three races away. Yeah, I mean, that's a genius level of mindset that also is, I would say, integral to high level racing. Yeah. You have to have your team and those people that are behind it, not just the driver. The driver is surely that's the talent, minding. but again, It takes the whole team and everything else to work it through to keep that talent even feverish to keep them to keep them hot to keep their egos in in line. I mean, it it's. Totally more than just driving a car. Well, and that's why, (laughs) like,
2: I haven't mentioned Dennis yet uh, today, but you know, Dennis is the the driver for my S two thousand, and Dennis is the creator of Max Boost. Uh, But he's he's a racer. He, you know, he is a wheel to wheel racer. Mm -hmm. He like doing the time attack and time trial stuff is is what he does now to just basically keep himself fresh. Totally. But like, we're focused on getting back to wheel to wheel racing. Absolutely. Uh, that's that's where we both want to be.
1: And Michael, for for everyone that's listening and doesn't really familiarize themselves with racing, what is actually wheel to wheel racing? Yes, yeah. sources. I mean, well, you know, so GTA. like okay,
2: so like for example, right now what we're running in is is GTA Global Time Attack or NASA uh, Time Trials. You're not racing another car on mm-hmm. track. Really, right. actually, if you're if you're near another car on track, you're running slower. Right. Gotcha. Plain and simple. So, right. uh. Time Trials is going out there, and the strategy behind it is getting one good lap. You basically set the car up for its optimal t- uh, time on one hot lap for the tires. Gotcha. The t- You're going to go and push the tires so hard that they're going to fall off so drastically after mm-hmm. one lap that you're not going to go faster than that one lap. Right. Gotcha. So your fuel load is as low as you can go. Your weight is as low as you can go. Your aero is tuned specifically for... The balance to allow momentum to be as high as possible. Wheel to wheel is completely different. Mm -hmm. Like if you think of it uh, like uh, if you watch Formula One, right? Mm -hmm. Qualifying. Yes. uh, Time trials and like GTA is like qualifying. Yes. The race, you see they don't ever come close to running that same qualifying pace Mm -hmm. in the race because they have to take so many other factors into account Mm -hmm. because – you're you're now racing the other teams and the other right. drivers yes. on course. And uh, when you're in a pack, uh, there's a whole lot more that comes into play. There's racecraft. The way that uh, cars position themselves on right. course changes how you have to enter a corner or exit a corner. Totally. And... And
0: there's rules to, like, how much you can close. You can't close a door if you're on the outside. There's certain right. rules. Like, yeah, just yeah. like, actually, if you do it, even if you're successful, they'll point you. They're like, actually, that's an illegal move. You can't do that. Right. You should have given right. him the line. that He had the line already. And so yeah. there's also things where you have to strategize differently. Because you're right. actually on
2: track with those people. Yeah. And, you know, uh, so, like, for for Dennis, as a driver, uh, he enjoys it a lot more because, uh you get to you. You get to now have your input into how to run the race. Yes, and influence the other people on track. Right? Oh hell like yeah! If you're in, if you're behind a car, you are. As much influencing what they're going to do as their own inputs into the car. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and you can and scare them really too. I've that. heard. Mm-hmm. You can
0: wait and wait Absolutely. for breaking. Wait for breaking, and somebody's oh. like, "Oh my god, I'm going to break when he does," but he's breaking too late. I'm going to get nervous, and then you're just you're just psyching him out. It's brain games yeah. all day
2: long. If you know that you have pace mm-hmm. and you're not in the in the lead, mm-hmm. it is such a gamemanship to to play with the other cars. Cause you're, (laughs) you're essentially, if you're not in first place, you're forcing mistakes on every car in front of you. That's, that's what your goal is. Right. And that's fun for, racers
0: well that's like, the racer the, talent i think yeah, the other yeah. side of it is controlling a car is great like you say in a sterile environment but i think the testament of a true racer is can you do it with other racers and can you do it consistently can you yeah. hit these low and times safely. once over right. and over and over and you're not crashing the car right it's great to be fast but if you always wreck a car just because you're fast it's like you're actually not a good driver yeah, right. yeah. i need you're, you to bring it across anything, the you know? line each time and cost them the whole race team very little yeah. I need your talent to make up for the very little crashing you do, right? right? Well, like, and,
2: and then the, the next, you know, one of the other more uh, really important things about racers versus just people who go out and do time trials or HPDE is mm-hmm. consistency.
0: Right? Yes, like, there you go. Yes.
2: You, if, you're, if you're running lap times and, you know, you're going from, you know, a second off to a, a half a second to yes. a tenth of a second and then back up to a second and stuff, right? That's... They're you're doing something completely wrong. Yes, uh, and and that's not really what good racers do. Right. their times generally are within a you know a tenth of a second. Right. every lap. And that's
0: because yeah. I think they understand. Uh, again, correct me if I'm wrong. You're definitely more of a racer than I am as far as like that type of stuff in trials. But I think it's also because they're studying the track lines. They're looking mm-hmm. at it from a different mindset right. of like, even though they're attacking other racers, even when they're attacking those lines, they're attacking them from a standpoint of I have to enter here, exit here. Yeah. I have to be at this speed and then breaking only at this speed because I'll lose time. Like they're thinking about it so mathematically and like factors on each other. Yeah. That even like when like another racer comes in, close the door. I can't do that door. Now I have to think two other turns. I can do a little bit faster on this turn. I can do a little bit and I can try to gain. It. It's so much of a multiple guess- scenario. So yeah. many so, scenarios you're playing right. with.
2: You know, when you're when you're doing wheel to wheel and you've got uh multiple practice sessions yes you're you're not running the same lap every lap mm-hmm. right you're mm-hmm. running multiple different lines mm-hmm. so that you can on the fly make those adjustments and know you, how you need to change to yes. enter that corner exit that corner where to brake or where to brake if you need to brake late or mm-hmm. early you know to maintain uh the fastest lap you can while having to deal with other cars on track and that when you when you have to put all that together uh it, it just is it just becomes fun mm-hmm. um I mean not that doing the time trials and stuff isn't isn't fun, but like you said, I think you use the uh the word sterile, and I think that that's a good yes uh, uh definition for what doing. TT type events is, is
1: is it's pretty sterile it's still a lot of fun
0: absolutely it's like you can
1: dance with yourself but you know when you're well, dancing with a crowd of people it becomes Absolutely, more, and I think it's yeah, also but it know? is a
0: different game like you can shoot hoops all day exactly. it makes a difference when somebody's standing gosh dang in front of you and blocking your shots all of a sudden right, you yeah. have to play a different game right uh you may just be able to shoot them all day long around playing horse exactly that ain't the same as playing a game of street ball. let's talk about it like that so again i think you're totally right like i I, I, and again you can still be great and have fun i think time of tracks are great i've enjoyed them i've done them before uh but i think when you get in the wheel to wheel you are now in the actual thick of it yeah other people affect your line you are now having uh, characters other people's egos it does that is to me that to me is actual racing Exactly. No, and, and we actually, world, we actually yeah. say that right. Yeah.
2: Like, uh, it it's a bit controversial amongst like the the time attack uh, community when you tell them that they're not racing when they say they're going to a race weekend. It's like you're you're not. Yeah. And uh, it's not
0: to say that they're not having a good time and right. that you're not getting better at driving your car or understanding how it works. I just think. Got to have some skin in the game. You got to have some other people that might push you You that might like, because everything's got contact. I mean, what's the the phrase?
1: Rubbing is racing. Yes. Yes. I mean, mean, if you're not fixing
0: it, it's not racing. Right. Exactly. And again, when you see the top echelon of it, the NASCAR, the Formula One, any of these Mm -hmm. things, they are rubbing. There's accidents. They're going for it. They're cutting each other. but it's intelligently done, you know what I mean? And it, and it does make it exciting. Let's be honest, it is more exciting oh, yeah. racing to watch people on the same grid constantly cut each oh, other, it's... shorten each other. I mean, I'll be honest with you, we'll take it l- l- way far and we'll bring it right back, <laughs> but my favorite races to watch are MotoGP. They will change five positions in oh one my, yeah. corner, oh, yeah. Yeah. and I'm like, first is now fourth, fourth is now first, and they're gonna change again in the next corner. I'm like, that's exciting as hell to oh, watch. Yeah. I want to watch that. If I was to watch a motorcycle like Time Attack, i might I mean, as well go home yeah, i mean yeah, like yeah. what am i doing yeah. at this point Like, yeah. it'd be a very boring race yeah and the positioning
2: and I, is where it's at i think yes, that so. that's one of the challenges that uh time attack organizers have yeah. with getting people to come out yeah. because you're essentially asking large crowds of people to come out and just hang out for a track day yep right yeah but you
0: then have to have other entertainment yeah you gotta have something else to, to bring barbecue in. yeah Yeah, so, I mean, other things, but you got to have something else, because if you don't have the entertainment on the floor, I mean, I can't, my favorite sport outside of racing is is basketball, and basketball is, every time I've gone to an actual game, it starts and ends so fast, because the action on a professional NBA game is wild to watch, like, it is just stunning, same thing with Formula One, it, did the, the roaring the crowd the amount of speed that you're really at uh, I right. mean even NASCAR I've never gone to a NASCAR but I've heard it's an event Oh yeah oh, people yeah. are yeah. there it's, because it is loud as well, wild people, too. Are, there's people love, but, but there's big, big crashes yeah. there are horrible oh, yeah. I mean things you're you're ready this could go horribly yeah. wrong and we're still
2: going to do it this weekend well, like yeah, I so tight. I just came back from Virginia this weekend nice. I okay. was over there for the IMSA uh race over there and it 100% I mean it's a 2 hour and 40 minute race mm-hmm. and it goes by so fast oh, yeah. because uh, every lap they're coming around, there's something that has changed from the last time you had them in your view. Yep. That is now, you know, you're taking in, all right, well, what did they do and what are they going to do between now and the next time I see them? That yep. Even though they go out of your view for another minute, minute and a half, mm-hmm. y- and you are, you're looking at other cars and stuff, but... If you're – like I'm fixating on uh, my friend Ryan who drives in the WeatherTech series. It's the top tier uh, for IMSA. Mm -hmm. Uh, I focus on him, and so I'm always looking at where his car is positioned on track. Mm -hmm. What cars are he – you know, is he around? uh, Did his position change between this – you know, last time he was at this corner and the next time he's come around? Where is he taking that corner and that kind of stuff? And uh, that's probably a little bit more of the racer in me than than the average – you know fan but uh Even even just the casual Fans like it You get in, ingrained in it Or engrossed in it and It's just exciting to see All of these cars jockeying for position on track Versus one goes by And then a couple seconds later Another car goes by mm-hmm. and it's always Kind of the spaced out yep. thing Because they don't want to get close
0: Yes exactly it's not actually the point Yeah. Yeah Yeah so I mean, like obviously, so now we've talked about kind of the racing and the ideas of what racing you know you like and the things that you're enjoying, and obviously we just touched on the fact that you have this race team that you've put together. But I want to pull it back also back to where we were because you talked about the fact that you met Dennis and you know that you you know, you guys are now working together. You, you know he's racing one of the vehicles that you have, uh, but let's pull it back sure. to when you also met Dennis. I know we talked about this very briefly, but but again, so this is after these things have happened with the family. Mm-hmm um things have now moved a little bit forward from the darkest time that it was but again you haven't i guess come full out of it but now you've got this new magazine yeah yeah you've been watching you've been following you've been connecting with friends and it's starting to become something you're you're i would say subscribing to Mm -hmm. at that point yep um so take us to the first point you met dennis yeah you're, you're, you're reading the comic what led you to get out there Talk us through that kind of first introduction and so then I, where you came to meeting him a second time.
2: I think I was 16. So the magazine had been out for probably around two and a half, going on three years at okay. that point. And uh, my, my aunt and uncle lived in San Diego. Nice, okay. And uh, at, you know, at the time, uh, in Import Tuner, in Super Street and all that, uh, Dennis had been... Uh, how he'd had ads for Auto Cannon, which was his clothing brand, it was a right. uh, uh, t-shirt company essentially, sure. right? Uh, and in there, uh, in those ads, I had seen that it was in San Diego, mm-hmm. so I just didn't know where. Um, so when I got to San Diego, the. Like, the only thing I told my uncle was, like, I don't care what we do. This entire week I'm here, I have to find this this place. And I'm thinking it was a store. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're talking about the autocannon. cannon, yeah. Looking for autocannon. Autocannon. Gotcha. It like, I, yeah. Like, Disneyland, Magic Mountain, all that. You know, uh, that can come second. I need to find autocannon. Totally. feeling <laughs> it. Uh, so one day while my aunt and uncle were at work, I just got the phone book. Mm-hmm. And I just started flipping through the the white pages. And, now, kids, the
0: before pages. y'all had cell phones, you could get everybody's number in a book. They just give it to you; You didn't have to ask. You could just get everybody's number. They'd hand it out to all they, they human just drop beings. Drop it on your doorstep. They, Whether they'd, you wanted just it or give not. it? Yeah, yeah, just drop it off. Here you so, go. Everybody in the neighborhood, pages. in in the state, in the greater states, and, and everywhere else that's uh, affiliated with the United States, you could get it all. You didn't have to ask anybody. Didn't for have their to number. search for
1: anything. Never had to it search. Just...
0: You didn't have to search through the pages, but it. <laughs> It was there. It was all there printed. Yeah,
1: categorized. So anyway, A through, so A you're through going Z.
0: through and this is like <laughs> encyclopedia-sized book. So yes. you're just flipping through this looking for autocannon, auto which could be multiple autocannons right, under different right. names depending on what they are, all listed in the phone book. So well, and
2: that's kind of that's kinda of funny you say that because uh like Dennis, now today, like he's such a a serial entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Like he, Auto Cannon wouldn't be listed, you know, it would it would be his parent company, mm-hmm. right? And so I, mm. I, the fact that I was able to find Auto Cannon in the the phone book was just pure luck, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, I guess more so just Dennis. I think was probably like twenty years old at the time and totally and, and immature in his own self to have that out there, and not um, have and like
0: again, a
1: parent company. I think
0: also order. at that time. You would just put your stuff in the phone book because if you had, I mean, like, that's if you had, the
1: only option you had. Even that, was that was it, it was like, like word of mouth, or you had to know some promoter yeah, or something. There or? wasn't
0: that much, and I imagine. I mean, if he had, if he was making shirts, I mean, all my friends who make shirts, who had shirt companies and stuff like that, they also made other people's shirts because you had to make money yeah. when you were screen printing. Yeah, so they'd be like, yeah, I mean, I'm making my shirts, but I'm also got a 500 order because I, these people from Suds need yeah, exactly. these shirts. Like, yeah. So I imagine he was also probably also printing because he had. The screening, yeah. Uh, I don't equipment. I I actually don't. No think, idea. I but I imagine so. maybe maybe that's why it was yeah. just in there randomly, yeah, yeah, just in there. Sure. You know.
2: Um, but yeah, so you know, I found him, and basically we we went down there, and uh, it. I had again in my head that you know it was going to be this store, mm-hmm. and import no, cars like,
0: outside, flags on the side, yeah. It, import girls just standing there modeling. <laughs> it was like a, maybe like
2: a sticker wall of some sort. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was like a, a five story office building, yep. you know, with a little parking garage on the first floor and
0: uh Was he the whole building or was he just one little area inside? No, he just yeah. had like a suite totally. in there, suite 32. You know, when we nice.
2: when we get there, you know, I, I see like uh his black NSX mm-hmm. and a couple other, you know, import cars and uh, so I know I'm in the right place, right. you know, at that point. But nothing else in that area looks like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. you know, and and uh, so we we go and we find the place and we go inside and like I said, it's it was literally just a small suite of a few offices, mm-hmm. and, and uh, we're in the lobby and you know this guy comes out and he's totally perplexed. Like mm-hmm. I vividly remember this to this day, the look on his face, like who in the f are these people in my office? I don't know these people, right. And, right, right. Uh, you know, I tell my story that basically, you know, I'm just a kid from Spokane, Washington, mm-hmm. down visiting family, huge Max Boost fan. And I have every autocannon shirt on the planet because at the time uh, where he did most of his business was in uh, like stores like Anchor Blue. OK, sure. Uh, you know. Oh, if you remember back in the day, Anchor they had the T-shirt wall. Right? Yeah. yeah, they had the T-shirt yeah, wall. They did.
1: This is before Zoomies.
0: Yep, before uh, um, what was the other one? Uh, Spencers. Yep, before Spencers. Before this Spencers. is all before that they, stuff. It, yeah,
2: it kind of was like the the impetus for those having their T-shirt. Oh, walls totally. They, they totally stuff, right? ripped they it, it off. It
0: let's off, not right? let's not get
2: it. <laughs> yeah, out. Anchor so, Blue. Wow. They, mm. they
0: as yeah, all those companies stood on the shoulders of giants, like Anchor Blue for sure. So okay,
2: so that's where you could find that. That's where I would go and find it. But there was like three shirts I could never get. I could never find them in my store. And and that was one of the reasons I wanted to go there too. It was like they've got to have him there, mm-hmm. you know.
0: He's got to have a box. Yeah, have, yeah. have excess that have not been sold. Right. <laughs> I'm, gonna,
2: I'm
1: gonna buy it.
0: Yeah, your, your goal yeah.
2: was
1: like I'm, I'm going to buy,
2: buy it. it. Sure. Let me get the Collect rare
1: cards. Yeah, all right. the ones that I want. That's right.
2: You know. Nice. And uh, so we, you know, we're there, and and I'm telling him this and stuff, and and he's like I said, he's just completely perplexed, and you could just see in his face. He's like, "How did you find me?" You know, and. Uh, and I tell him I've I found him in the phone book and and stuff and uh, he talks to us for a little bit and then he's like well let me just since you you know you're here we're not a store but let me give you some some swag yep.
0: and were you able to got to ask were you able to get the limited shirts you couldn't find? <laughs> yeah
2: so yeah yes, so, yes! hell yes that cool. the collection was made so Woo! there was there was one shirt in particular that I like I always wanted and it was. Um, it was a white uh, long sleeve shirt that had- a, The red like, Integra. Chinese dragon. Oh. No, but it, it had it had an Integra on it, but it had an Integra, Supra, and uh, God, I can't even remember what the other one was. It might've been like an NSX, but uh, he had it. And mm-hmm. so he gave me that shirt. Uh, he gave me two other shirts, but of those, one of them was when he, he told me specifically was a special shirt that he isn't for sale. Yeah. Nice. Uh, he's like, this is just for friends and family or employees. What?
0: Yeah, you get the, the and,
2: and so it was. Yeah. It do you was, still uh, have
1: that shirt? I do. Nice. Oh my god! Oh, yes.
2: And, uh, I, I the sleeves are cut off from it now. It's a gym shirt. It's nice. A gym shirt, but but uh, man, that's so good, cool. But there's more to that. So it it was a blue, uh, long sleeve shirt that just said autocannon Racing on it. Nice. And it became my. Favorite shirt immediately. Of course. So I, you know, I get back to Spokane and it's like it's two thousand one. Fast and the Furious is coming out yep. and all that stuff, right? And uh, I worked at a movie theater, and when the movie came out. So I I got to see the movie constantly, and I've seen it before it even came out. All the lines,
1: Mm. you knew all the lines.
2: I still do, but (laughs) I I, like I hate those movies, but I know all
1: the lines. He's like, "What do you put in that sandwich?"
2: (laughs) So, (laughs) where I'm going with this though is is so in that movie after the the first you know four car race, yes, cheesy thing, right? The
0: big uh, opening, yeah.
2: So there's the scene at the end when Vin Diesel's talking with uh, Paul Walker and uh there's a guy in the background who is wearing the same freaking shirt nice and i'm like holy shit that's got to be somebody i like i i don't know who that is but he's got to be somebody because of the totally. shirt and, yep. and uh i'm
0: surprised they let him get away with that hollywood's usually really strict about yeah. that stuff like if you show up with well, a name brand thing they well, usually so say nope
2: good <laughs> thing so uh dennis uh had max boost all throughout the movie Actually, if if you nice, see... so there are
0: Easter eggs all over the yeah, place. Yeah. What? There's, there's oh man, now I gotta go in, back in, and watch. Uh, the so movie. if
2: you go and you look at uh, at Racer's Edge in the movie, mm-hmm. okay, you know, the tuning shop. There's little Max Boost stickers and stuff in different spots. Okay, and oh. then in his, uh, that's And I guess his his room or whatever it is, you know, that he in has the back, at, in, the in the back, in the back, with yeah. the knots. He's, yeah. he's got AutoCanon stuff in in, what? in there. So See Dennis, now I gotta go back. Yeah, now I'm gonna look at this. this I, shoot, yeah, shoot,
0: we're gonna do this like soon. So, so I'm gonna sit down with all the boys and uh, watch it again.
2: <laughs> you know, so Dennis had he he wasn't a Im- influencer on the movie and stuff, but he was part of it in, in like for product placement, mm-hmm. they used his cars and mm-hmm. you know stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Like uh, in the lineup for the move for the uh, the race, mm-hmm. there's a yellow Eclipse that has the Auto Cannon Oh yeah, side, that's right. right. Yeah, 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 that's right. So that car became i became fixated i i wanted my car to have that wow. that's that sign nice. i wanted it on my car so bad uh, so you know i see this guy in this shirt and stuff and and i i that shirt just became like a cherished yeah you know uh because i, I truly knew it meant something special at that point right. so essentially Years go by, and uh, Max Boost falls out of the comic in okay. the the late two thousands. And you know, there's no more Auto Cannon at this point. Uh, the stores like Anchor Blue kind of all crumble. T-shirt now, while walls this crumble. is
0: happening, are you coming out of all of the darkness? Yeah, and, or In yeah. a better place. Yeah. While these things may be shaking downward, you are actually strong, standing stronger on a foundation yeah. that you feel happier, more, con- more controlled with your own like I guess life and those kinds of things that you maybe felt right. out of control with or felt like you wanted to leave yeah. in those kind of ways.
2: By that time I had started driving and I started okay. getting to tinker with my own car okay. and that kind of and that's what really became the like cathartic that was therapy your, thing. That was your that aha needed. moment. Yeah. Of, and I think you said you had your
0: friend Eric who yeah. was kind of like auto so then you guys were also like starting to build together yep. and you were starting some of the racer camaraderie that you get right. with that community.
2: Yeah, cuz okay. he he didn't have a car so we would mess around and destroy mine. Totally. I think Otto
0: didn't have a car in the series, right? right? No, he was yeah. always with Max's right. car. Yes, yeah. 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 So it's kind of again, same so kind what of thing doing you this time, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. So you guys were getting getting the camaraderie was building, but you were also feeling better Absolutely. inside. Your yeah. your whole spirit was kind of moving towards I found something for me and now I'm going to dig deep into this. I literally so, was okay. like
2: this is I have a passion for this. This is my thing. This is what's going to keep me moving forward mm-hmm. and not make me think about all of these things that had me depressed before. Nice. Uh Okay. You know, and and additionally, uh, my relationship with my brother had started to come back, and and you know I could actually go and visit him. And Time and that heals kind of those wounds right? too, and so
0: some of those come back. Yeah, right. so okay. so that
2: helped a lot too. And, okay, and so
0: you're in a better place. You're moving forward with your passion. You're kind of growing as an individual, and now Max Boost and the kind of magazine scene is starting to to die die and crumble as far as what you can make in in print media even. And I imagine some of that is is coming from there. Mm -hmm. Um, So take us to that point. So now you're seeing something that you kind of, is a, are not only a fan of but you feel like you even maybe are part of the family again you have some of the autocannon right. rare, rare gear you yeah. actually visited the person um so take us through so what is now your step you're, yeah, you're in this so, point moving forward
2: so Auto cannon and and max boost are basically gone and by that time i had i had kind of found my place in the mirage community okay. uh and i was really Sweet. uh involved in that uh this is at the this is peak Internet forum time, gotcha. right? Like early 2000s. Nice. So do
0: you have a fully built Mirage at this point? Are you... No, no okay.
2: because I was still just a poor kid in gotcha, Spokane. Gotcha, okay. Like, I, fully built didn't exist in Spokane. I was maybe like two or three imports in, in Spokane at that time that were... Top quality, gotcha. Built so cars. full
1: bolt-ons, yeah, full yeah. Bolt-ons. So I mean, so I sure. like,
2: yeah, I, I had you know header intake exhaust, yeah, engine intake. Yeah. Uh, they didn't make them for my car, okay. so ah, I, had to, I had to make one.
0: Oh, nice, see. even yeah. better. Yeah, Heck yeah, yeah. hot rod right? baby. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, so yeah, I'll get into Mirage stuff because because that's that's kind of where this this goes. But okay, um, the the Mirage community came around right at the time uh, Max Boost started to 1998 99 okay uh and i got in on it before it was even a forum it was just a yahoo message board gotcha and Mm -hmm. uh my mom hadn't even given me the car Mm -hmm. like it was still her car right and i was already like no i'm gonna modify the shit out of this thing like you know whatever (laughs) and
0: you're going fast mom yeah yeah (laughs) you know and ain't going no
2: uh so i started i started joining the forum and just becoming more active in there Mm -hmm. and from like 99 to 2000 call like 2004 mm-hmm. um i just was super active and we were to the point to where we were building mirages into evos nice before you could buy evos yeah right? nice evo didn't course, come out didn't, 2003. yeah exactly so we were taking uh mirages and turning them into evo one fours and fives yeah totally right? uh and i i helped build that community and. Uh, I still manage that community. I'm I'm the awesome, only man. active admin in the wow. entire community anymore. Very cool, um, man. Very the cool. forum is kind of died like all of them. We sure. still we still use the forum as like the jump off sure. for the Facebook group. You have to you know join that and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, we still have a core of probably around 200 people that that are active. But we're awesome. seeing a resurgence in it because of the EVOs becoming 25 year legal. Yes, but and that's really what what solidified like where I fit after Max was gone because okay. this, like I now had this passion for this car mm-hmm. I wanted to learn how to modify it and you're
0: talking to other people you're being right. a voice yeah. of even knowledge for yeah. people as you were learning things well, yeah. and,
2: and the Mirage unlike the Civics in Integras, there was like no aftermarket support. None, and, not really. Yeah, and Eclipse stuff didn't work on exactly. Civics unless
0: you took the Eclipse motor out and put it into it. Yeah, <laughs> which that's... you couldn't
2: do on right. like a '97 because totally. the motor was backwards. Right. right? So, so yeah, they're so sick. Uh, yeah, they didn't so, make it easy for you. <laughs> no. So what we know. what we we had to do is we had to just start sourcing parts from Japan, right in Australia, right? And How the Aussie boys, and yes. that's mm-hmm. that's really where I started to solidify myself in that community. Was um, the I bought a car from a guy who is one of the other OGs, and I had worked with him a lot on doing research to mm-hmm. find parts that w- could fit, nice. I didn't have the money to. sure but he did and so he was kind of the one doing all the research Mm -hmm. and uh lo and behold i ended up buying that car and it's become one of the hero cars for our entire forum even though it's not like the prettiest or anything you know it's it's gone through some damage and uh i've passed it back and forth with a, a buddy from portland like three or four times sure uh, but it's still one of the most well-known cars because of what we did with it to yeah. build the community. Awesome, and that's, that's awesome. Has a legacy to
1: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it totally does. It's right? much
0: more than the sum of all of its parts. Yeah, well, I mean, that's Absolutely.
1: why you know it's like what, one of the things that we say with I'm saying is community over car. It is. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's hand, really what you down.
0: did with the car that speaks even louder than what the car is. It stands for something far greater than it itself. And the so, it coolest
2: yeah. thing from that that whole mirage experience has been the guys who are still around are like there's the reason i'm here i don't i haven't owned a mirage for 10 years whatever is because this is the best car community that we've ever in the in the you know 20 years that we've had it like we haven't had the problems that other large forums had. Like we've mm-hmm. only had one major scam come through our forum in twenty years, you know. Oh, wow. That's unheard of. Yeah. That we've is. we've always been tight knit. Like I had guys come into my wedding, mm-hmm. you know, and just like from over the, all over the country and you know
0: Well, like they say that you'd you're much much more important to have ten thousand really devoted fans than one million undevoted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Doesn't matter if they're not checking in. You know what I mean? Like, if if you have a great forum of 200, 2,000 people, that is all you need. That's all you need as long as every single one makes their voice heard. Then you're 100%. Even just three. Even five or three. As long as those guys and those gals are actually members and they want their voice in there, then you've got 100% like reach. That's it. I mean that—that's a community, 100 yeah. percent in my mind. Oh yeah, um, it's really more it's, about the people putting in the time. I mean, if you have amazing. 200 devoted people, it feels like an
2: army. Yeah, it's—it's yeah. it's so awesome. Like we—we—we we, we still talk about. We've never done a a national meet, but want to so bad because, like, you know, it's, most of us were kids, and now we're, we're grown up. Some of us have our own kids. Some of us have kids that are now driving age. that That's were, crazy. You know, I feel like you stuff, have to do
0: like, it in the desert. You have to do it like out on the playa. You have to do it like race be wars. A Mirage, Mirage <laughs> yeah, in the Mirage. Yeah, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah Race Wars, oh, yeah, race, race Wars, Race <laughs> Wars, oh, but just all Mirage, Mirage Wars,
2: <laughs> all twenty-second <22nd> quarter miles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: we're gonna be here all
2: day. Yeah. Kick your feet up. But <laughs> yeah. well, we love each
1: other
0: exactly, but
2: uh, but yeah. So I mean, that's really what filled that void. Okay, uh, and that awesome. that covered me. I mean, it still does to some degree,
0: but um, but you were building this and watching some of these other things like Max Boost. Dissolve. So yeah. where does that take you now? To meeting up with Daniel, so or Dennis, Dennis. I'm sorry, yeah, Dennis. So, um,
2: so I think it was 2017 or so. Uh, I was on Instagram mm-hmm. and I seen a Max Boost uh, post. Okay, you know, or, yeah, exactly. Nice. And I was, was amazed because I hadn't seen Max in so long, other than mm-hmm. in the magazines that I lugged around from city to city as i totally. moved uh <laughs> and it it was a max boost uh comic page and i you know at this time like i had been on instagram long enough to know that you know you just because you see a page doesn't mean it's like the official page mm-hmm. right and so i didn't even know if it was if it was actually max boost or totally. it could have been
0: so somebody else yeah totally
2: but i just like i messaged the the page and was like uh you know explained, you know, who I was and asked if you remembered and um the guy that messaged back was like, well, I'm not I'm not uh the creator, I'm just doing handling social media and stuff. But yeah, this is the official page, yada, yada, yada. And mm-hmm. we're we're interested in trying to revamp it. So we're trying to see what kind of fan engagement and that kind of stuff we have. And so I was immediately hooked and I just kept talking and messaging and messaging mm-hmm. and messaging. And,
1: and who who is that gentleman you were talking So to? his name
2: is uh uh, Guillermo, and he goes by Mister GSX. He's the guy that was wearing the blue shirt in the background in the movie. Nice, wow. so
0: you met him.
1: That's yeah. cool. I was just gonna ask you that. I'm like, is there any type yeah. of correlation yeah. to the whole autocannon family? That's
2: fantastic. Yeah. So, so he wow. got he's, his... he's like one of Dennis's right hand men, and, and he got and... his
0: 15 seconds of fame in the movie, which yeah. is pretty awesome. Dude, that... And <laughs> he's, he's he
2: himself is really big in the import scene. He's like he. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the hashtag Save the Eclipse. Yeah. Uh, so that's his oh, yeah. hashtag. He okay. owns, that's his, oh, his wow. brand, right? Nice. Uh, so we're talking for a little while, and be- this is all, Dennis isn't devoting any time to Max Boost or Auto Cannon or, or right. anything at this point. He's just trying to see if there's anything worth bringing it back. And yep. I am just hounding the shit
1: out of him to bring mm-hmm. the stuff back, you know, and... Uh, uh, you're hounding Guillermo, or you're
0: hounding both Guillermo both. and well, okay,
1: uh, Dennis by way of and all of, their pages. Okay. You're basically
0: yeah, just yeah. keeping the communication line constant. You're hitting them up, yeah. yeah, You're not letting it. You're not letting it fizzle, right? So, yeah.
2: so then Dennis uh, finally, I think, sees enough that he's like, yeah, let me give this a try. Let me start. Let me be more engaged, mm-hmm. and he starts doing the social media interactions and mm-hmm. stuff, and um, and that's when he starts working on volume one mm-hmm. of the the book re- the re release of the book, right. And I start talking to him through Facebook group because Mm -hmm. he creates a Max Boost like fan page kind of thing, and where he can actually engage with people. Mm -hmm. And you know, we get about two hundred people in there right off the bat, and um, he's actually engaged. And he, we go through, and he does the first Kickstarter. And at this point, I'm still, I'm just a fan, and I, I. Back at the highest dollar amount for the Kickstarter, mm-hmm. right? So that gets me on his radar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and SEMA comes around uh, that year and I had told him, hey, I, I go to SEMA every year and I want you to come to dinner with me and my buddies, uh, just get a chance to meet you, you know, reconnect and whatnot. And by this time, I've actually already found out that the guy I met when I was 17 was Dennis, right? Yeah. We've already, we've yeah, actually established, established his, that. Yeah, okay, gotcha. And yeah. stuff, and, and we've built some of this friendship and camaraderie already because I've, I mean, essentially I've invested in relaunching Max Boost. Right. And so he's giving me a little bit more time than maybe he would the average person because totally. I'm, I've, put some if, you know yeah. financial backing into helping well, and you also and shown yeah. true interest in it true the, devotion right
0: yeah. you're like i'm not just talking it i'm going to live it i'll yeah. give you the maximum for what you're asking for and i still want to talk to you about how good at an idea is if somebody will look at you be like if he already wants to buy my product and make it better, I pretty much should hire this person. Put him on. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Those right, people right, usually right. stand way out. Right. Uh, when you're like, oh, this person just brings value. You yeah. You just bring value to the table. Sooner or later, there'll be a spot at you at the table. They're like, uh, exactly. pull up a chair at this point. Yeah.
2: Right. So uh, he agrees to come to dinner. Very and cool. And uh, it's like, it's me and... Um, Basically, just to some of my local Seattle area car friends. Okay, uh, and, and are
0: these also people that are interested in Max Boost, like you or are? Not just, really, just, just cool car yeah, people, just yeah, great no, community I mean, people. Okay, I Very think cool. uh,
2: <laughs> I think only like one or two of them actually knew what Max about Boost Max was. was. Okay, uh, beyond what I had introduced them to, sure. you know. And so he goes to dinner with us, and I tell him my whole story, and I tell him about. You know, uh, attempting to commit suicide mm-hmm. and stuff, right. and he has that eye-opening moment of like, "Wow, I, I never really realized what my impact on people are mm-hmm. or could be." Uh, and he has this this eye-opening moment, and um, in that in that moment, realized himself that there's something more to me. Uh, and I'm, I'm taking words of his from another podcast that he did where we talked about this, but where he's, you know, he he realized that there was more to to me than just a fan and that he should stay more engaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that conversation, I also told him, you know, that I really wanted to build a race team mm-hmm. and that I was building the Assessive 1000 and uh, I knew that he had raced and, hey, I want you to drive the car.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, at that point, he was like, Hooked because you tell him uh, you got a race car to drive and I I want you to drive it. Mm-hmm. He's in like you know no no second thoughts. Uh, so from there. Um, we go and we launch the second Kickstarter. And by this time, I'm more invested. Uh, we've developed a friendship at sure. this point. Uh, and now I'm I'm involved with some of the discussions about things in the background and sure. stuff. You know, he still owns the overall design input and all that and stuff. But uh, I'm providing feedback and ideas as mm-hmm. well, too. Um, and I back this one at the, the highest level as well. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, since he's going to be driving me my car, it was we were initially supposed to drive uh, for GTA 2020. Okay, um, uh, and the book was supposed to come out around then, so he puts my car on the cover with uh, a bunch of other, uh, basically friends and family of Max Boost, totally. people who have supported That's over the cool. years, absolutely,
0: and, and stuff, right? Heck yeah, um, uh,
2: so like I, uh, the artwork for it is just incredible, mm-hmm. like if you if you get, it, I mean, if you, I have the book sure. here, but if you look at it and you just see all of the different cars and the different artwork that had to go into it, like, just think of how much work had to go into it. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it and going, he included me in that, mm-hmm. you know? And so that was just super special for me Amazing. because one, I, I, like, I always wanted to have an Auto Canon car. It sure. was a big dream. And now I have an Auto Canon car. Totally. Now he's driving my car. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, um, uh, We just keep progressing and progressing and we end up missing uh, GTA 2020 uh, because uh, I live in an apartment uh, Mm -hmm. with a race car and uh, I have a shared garage and my bumper gets ripped off uh, by a, a, a guy driving a Prius.
0: Oh, it's uh, always a Prius. Yeah, Prius. Dang it, yeah, yeah. God. No. Uh, So. The soul dies in your throat when you say it. Yeah. It's <laughs> oh, just all
2: hoes. <laughs> so, you know, the challenge with it is when you have. No note uh, left? Uh, no, so actually, so it's okay. There's a whole like, story there, too. Okay. Every, well, it, we'll skip that it, one for crazy. now, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, so, anyway, you couldn't make it to the couldn't event. Couldn't make it, yeah. Couldn't make it because Bumper's authentic gone. spoon parts take months to
0: ship, right? Yeah. Right. So we
2: missed that. Lumber. So I basically end up having a whole year to get the car ready mm-hmm. and we end up going to GTA twenty twenty one. Okay. Uh car runs flawlessly. Excellent. Now, the car is uh, bottom up rebuild. Okay. Uh, the there's very few things left stock on the car. Gotcha. At this point. Uh and we run GTA with not a single major mechanical problem. Excellent. On. That's amazing. Beautiful. Uh car gods were shining on you. Yeah, and um we just continue from there and how
0: was it though? It was How did the was, first one go? What was the placement? Well, what would you guys do? Did so, you guys make yeah, some noise? So yeah, so
2: we you know, we knew we weren't going to be fast. Dennis had never driven the ridge before. Sure, okay. He'd never even seen the ridge until that okay. weekend. Okay,
0: that's always a blind. Um yeah.
2: mm-hmm. and the car was completely uh untuned. Okay. Uh, the suspension on the three-way coilovers were still set on zero. Gotcha. Okay. So wow. like we it was just Basically, like a sighting. trial and error.
0: Yeah, you're going out there. Yeah, see what these things can do, and you're gonna learn. You're yep. gonna take a lot of data into right. dial in the car, but this is the first race to get some of that. And yeah, yeah. Okay. and was was your motor already
1: fully built at yeah. this time? Yeah, okay. okay,
0: yeah, like, uh, and and who who built the motor? And-
2: uh, so yeah, a guy in Spokane uh named Chris Bunrock. He's um one of the kind of word of mouth Honda guys over in Spokane. Okay. If, if you're into Hondas, you know who he is. If you don't, you Probably don't know who he is. Got him, gotcha. Um He was one of the ones, like I was saying, of the, like, three built Hondas back in the early mm-hmm. days. He gotcha. had one of them. Sure. Um, he own, Yeah, he owns a company called Artune Motorsports. Motorsports. Um, so I had him build the car because I knew him from back in the day and knew he, you know, he knew Hondas. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, living over here... Uh, I didn't really know a lot of people to trust to give my car to. Sure. Um, mm. Gotcha. So I just was like, I'll just send it back to Spokane. Um, but yeah, so we we do GTA 2021. It's from our perspective, super successful because the car didn't break at mm-hmm. all. Uh, you know, we, we didn't have uh, any encounters with the wall yep. or anything like that. And um, we ran a sub two. That was my goal was just if the car runs a sub two, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. And he ran a 155 8. Ooh, nice. Um so respectable, you mm-hmm. know, but slow for a supercharged S2000.
0: Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, but he's making noise. People yeah, were noticing like oh, we've the, got you to know, at the time
2: the the local guys that I had started to talk to and stuff were like, "Hey, you know, that car, we can tell is faster. It, mm-hmm. it just needs to be tuned yep. and, you know, and, uh, somebody who knows the track." So that gets us to this year and um you know, I've, I'm talking Dennis up and uh, about the the competition because he he had kind of had in his head that like, he he didn't think there was a lot more time to be found in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the the local S2000 guys were like, no, we know that that's a sub 50 car. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, So. First day of GTA, you know, he, he went out and and he ran faster and. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like, yeah, I just don't see how I'm going to get another three seconds out of this car. Mm-hmm. So so um, we had uh, at 2021, 20, uh, Dennis had done the Turn 2 track day the day before. Sure. And kind of built a friendship up with
0: uh, a guy named Matt, who's one of the instructors. Okay. Nice. And I know Thomas over at Turn 2. I think he runs most of the setups and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, they do a great job over at Turn 2. Shout out to Turn 2. Yeah. Uh, but continue. Yeah. So uh we're like hey why don't we put you in the
2: car during one of the hpde sessions and you just tell us what you think Mm, and see what you can run so he goes out and he runs uh one hot lap and runs a 151 uh seven beautiful Uh, and comes back in and was like okay so the car needs a little bit more setup, but it's definitely a sub-50 car.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: nice. at this time, we now have an aim to yep. go and look at data. And so that night, I go back with Dennis, and we look at data, and he sees it. Like, the okay. light bulb goes off. And he's like, oh, okay, I see where the car is faster. Beautiful. Um, so I, I just – I have to trust it, right? Yep. Uh, we don't end up running any faster because we – we cooked off our, our tires.
0: It's That's like, fine. There's know. other things, like, but, but you saw the data and it made yeah, sense. To you. Your and, brains could wrap around. Oh, here's where I can rely on speed, and right. I can I can push myself right to the edge. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. And the kicker or the cherry on top, we have a hundred horsepower we haven't touched. Okay. Because we're supercharged, so we can't just go add boost. We have to change the pulley out. Right. Mm. So we're still on the low boost pulley. So. Wow. Th- you, the kind of story there is is we actually believe we have a very competitive limited class car for the Ridge. Totally. Uh,
0: if you can get all the driving right. etiquette in and all that, find out where it can be the fastest, you can actually add a ton more power and make it even harder yeah. on the competition yeah. Oh, yeah i mean that's huge especially yeah, when you're not like the, the actual motor and the actual capacity is not maxed you're like no we can we actually have another hundred horsepower and you're like really another hundred? Oh, that's a lot more to play with you know what yeah, i mean yeah, like that's um there's yeah. a lot more time so that's that's impressive that's yeah so, so cool to hear so okay. for me
2: as the you know the the person who kind of envisioned the car and came up with it uh it it's been really rewarding mm-hmm. to put all that stuff together you know to to entrust Dennis with driving the car and, and entrusting myself that he had the capability to drive it quickly. Yep. Uh, and then entrusting my builder to put the car together the way that I wanted it to. And then trusting myself that the vision I had and the parts I chose were going to be a, a good combination was, uh, was really,
0: really cool. So Belief in oneself is a big part of it too. Yeah. I think that confidence is huge. Like you said, sometimes you have to find the confidence before yeah. you can make the achievement. Well, the it, mental space. It's crazy. Like right. nobody's done a 900 until Tony does it. Now there's a kid that can do it. Like it once you break that ceiling in your own brain, once you like, see the aha moment in the data, Yeah. Oh, I there it but, is. I get it now. Now anything I am better. Where
2: this ties back <laughs> into the whole rest of my story though is, is I don't think I would have had that had I not gone through what I went through right i mm. i don't i i attribute so much of my successes uh just in life mm-hmm. with uh unfortunately putting myself through like the darkest time somebody could ever experience and like i i uh, I guess I'm happy for myself that I've got to survive that and, and gone through it. I don't want anybody else to ever go through what I went through. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's definitely other ways to find self-confidence and self-worth and that, that sort of thing. But I like, when I, I look at uh, where I am today, like it all goes back to sitting in that closet, crying on the floor and Mm -hmm. realizing that I almost made the worst decision that anybody could ever make. And what am I gonna what am I going to do every day now going forward to, not get back there, mm-hmm. and it's just that's what has allowed me to find all of the different successes and and uh, things that I've been able to do and and it just continues to keep going so, um, yeah it's it's. Uh, I guess it's kind of odd to think of it that way, you know, maybe for some folks,
0: but... Well, I think it's also, I mean, I have always looked, and this is maybe, this is going to sound a little, I don't know, poetic, I guess, but I'm going to... Something I was always told by people that I admired was that the testament of a true man is measured in how he betters himself. And the fact that you can go from a dark place and come to the light is truly the testament of how great your character is. It's not in just overcoming it's in it's in understanding that you were in a dark place that you don't want to go there that you understand what is better for you and that you can not only see it you can make the actions in your life to put it into play so many people can comment on others lives because it's so much easier to run other people's lives in your own for sure it is hard to run one's own life in a direction that is positive well it's hard to believe it is hard to believe yes right yeah and, well, that's, and
2: and that's key too right yeah. because um i i didn't get there i didn't get here alone right, right. it there was like, let's yeah you know, it, definitely uh, that, to, that, that, to
0: everybody who we all lean on yeah thank I mean, you right? to it, all those it people truly there, does
2: yeah. take a village right Absolutely. i mean um i like i could rattle off names for days of totally. everybody who was there for me in some way or another mm-hmm. and still is there for me uh and and that's one of the things that i've always uh held on to and it's a reason why having gone through what i've gone through i tell everybody and anybody i can who's Mm -hmm. going through any kind of mental health crisis like talk to somebody yeah i don't care who it is like talk to a stranger like it, it it doesn't have to be somebody that you know just talking makes such a difference but I make myself available to anybody. Mm -hmm. I don't need to know you. Yeah, likewise. uh, You know, know? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just there to listen. Absolutely. I mean these these
1: issues, these mental spaces of depression is is very real. Yeah, very real. And 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 sometimes it it doesn't take um, just pills or a quick fix. No, I mean a lot of a lot of people really have to go through it and and deal with it at certain at certain capacities, and it's unfortunate because. And then this month of September that we're going into, you know, like last month, two of my friends had friends that passed away due to suicide. Mm -hmm. And Mm so, um, you know, I I don't know exactly all the details in that, but I mean, it's out there and it's real. And so for our listeners out there, if you're dealing with someone, I mean, our DMs are always open. Always. Nomsane's DMs is always open. Yeah, reach out to us anytime. You know, G-Rat, Garrett's is is always open. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can talk to Michael Bush about anything you would want i mean th- we're a community and you know when we say that it, it takes a village to raise certain individuals mm-hmm. hey we're here to help we're here to listen Absolutely. if we can offer any type of guidance any type of sprinkle of belief in in your craft or anything that you would like to pursue if you just need a simple opinion mm-hmm. like we're here and so don't don't feel like you're like no one's there for you mm-hmm. i mean if you're listening this far into our podcast, mm-hmm. Or
0: you even know. if this is your first episode and you just started Absolutely. to pick us up, like just know that, yeah, we're here, it is always community mm-hmm. over cars, and uh, we focus on the people. Uh, you know, the individual that makes all those decisions. Like, like again, it takes, uh, Mike, your whole experience to come to the point that you are now. Yeah. Uh, if one does not go through those experiences, does one become the same charactered individual uh, that you are, the same level of depth of kindness, um, the same level of depth of empathy that you probably have that maybe you would not have had had, yeah. had you not fully understood that experience and then gone back to look at it. You didn't right. just run away from the past, you you stood there in there and said, well, I recognize what happened and here's why it happened and here's how I will get better and here's how I can see it in other people, here's how I can recognize some of that. Um, and so that brings us back up to the kind of the forefront where we are right now. So we had this great Canon season in 2021. Mm-hmm. The car is doing really well. Now you and Dennis are, are releasing, you know, volume one, volume two. We've got volume three coming out. We also talked about uh, H's for Honda, which is yep. an actual Honda-sponsored kids coloring book and uh, alphabet book, correct? Yes, right. um, so, uh, so take us to where it is now in the light. Where are we looking for 2022? Three. yeah uh what is the season looking like as far as the race team what expansions are you doing what are the top two things you are most so, excited going into this 2023 season slash year
2: yeah so uh with, from the racing side uh you know we've got uh a honda civic ef
1: uh
0: Ooh,
2: that my is my favorite a,
0: chassis that is a a <laughs> i just uh, had to
2: scream uh honda challenge car for nasa nice. socal oh, okay uh, we sweet bought, we bought that a year ago awesome and it's i wouldn't say it's worse for wear but it's it's a little beat it's okay. definitely been used so we want to get it refreshed because we want to get wheel-to-wheel racing again yep like, okay so that is our number one goal uh to to get wheel-to-wheel racing so we're we're working on that uh we we have like 14 cars nice that, wow. that are in different stages of project that Excellent. are all track cars excellent wow that's
0: awesome how wow. many are season drivable uh obviously there's the s2000 about
2: three good ones okay. right
0: now uh maybe four so what uh, would you like to see running out of them would you like to see three or two four running by yeah, the coming season? About
2: the, okay. the big one uh aside from the the ef is is the one i was actually wishing that michael was here to talk about was we've been building the uh Max Boost Midori.
0: Oh, Whoa. Jesus oh, Christ. And Al, what do you think? Thank you, Al. Oh, I appreciate God. that. Uh,
3: <laughs>
2: you know, so so uh, uh yeah. We as the community, the Max Boost fan community, got Dennis a, a Midori.
0: Okay. Uh, oh wow, during, That's so during cool. So I think that one. that makes we have to we we've already talked about this with Al's Midori, and now that you have a Midori, yeah. we need to get Midori to sponsor racing again, <laughs> yeah. I want Midori Green yeah. back in racing like Marlboro in the '80s, baby. I want oh, a yeah. Midori livery. <laughs> yeah, so I'll design I design uh, that. I mean,
1: we just need that, that green light. <laughs> It'd be yeah, so right? cool. So cool. Ours is
2: uh, ours is going to be quite uh, quite the competitor. Okay. I, uh, what are I the bought kind of a, plans for I it? I bought an L fifteen B seven for it. Okay. Uh, okay. A little earlier, and Brian from Hot Sports going to do the install on it for okay. us. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, so that's gonna, we that's essentially going to be our other uh, hero car, okay. along with the S two thousand. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, god, I'm a Dory hero car. So god, exciting! That makes me so happy. My heart we, just tickled right now. <laughs> I mean, we've got the Buddy Club body kit for. Oh my god! Like all the stuff that. The Dory Green
0: know, has never yeah. looked so good. <laughs> yeah.
2: So it's it's uh it's pretty exciting. Like we we really want to get that going, uh because even with the D sixteen in it, we were getting podiums in TT,
0: okay. Uh, wow, that's cool. With, okay, with Dennis behind the wheel. Yeah.
2: so so like we know
1: the Shout car. Shout out to Dennis, yeah.
0: man. Yeah, yeah. Guys, Dennis. Ha- tip of the hat to Dennis's skill sets behind the wheel. I guess yeah. uh, him knocking off all the dust has brought him right back into the <laughs> yeah, forums. Right. Like that is fantastic.
2: Yeah. So so the you know definitely the the Midori is high up there. The EF is high up there, so we can get wheel to wheel uh in the, the s2000 2000 is going to start doing double duty okay. between california and washington okay. so uh it's so hot during the summers in cali that they basically take the summer off well that's perfect time for us up here yes that's our race is. season right. so, exactly uh, as we go into rainy season the car is going to go down there okay and we'll basically just ping send pong the back yeah. yeah
0: sounds good yeah. perfect Nice. So those are going to be the three kind of heavy hitters. Yeah. You said you got 12, so there's going to be more in the works. And you're yeah, going to be yeah. probably yeah, doing, awesome. is there going to be a couple of different ones in the same race group where you might have to be Potentially running two cars? Yeah, like, we're yeah, running so two. Because,
2: I mean, yeah. uh, you know, there's multiple of us that drive. Yeah. Um, and there's multiple owners of the cars. which are yeah. just kind of all from the same Max Boost family. So, yep. uh, like, Dennis's cousin drives, and mm-hmm. he's got a DC5. Okay. uh Sweet. And uh, a couple other Cars that he's building up as well too. So, um, so we're all driving those. Like if you even go look at like through my Instagram, you'll Mm -hmm. see I've like driven the EF. I've Mm -hmm. driven the EK. We've got an FA5. Mm -hmm. You know, it's we're
0: if it's a Civic, we basically have it. You've got it through in. Okay, cool. Very cool. That's awesome no that's awesome it's great to hear that there's gonna be two more real heavy hitters cause again I've really only seen the S2000 yeah. as far as like really out there and it'll be great to see more of what you do. I'm so excited about the I'm Midori I'm so excited oh, so, like, I mean you couldn't have, you couldn't have just like checked our boxes any harder on yeah. that one you, you want a race version <laughs> of that I'd be like we already like the stock version of that yeah, so yeah. that's awesome man Um. yeah okay. I was so
2: stoked when I seen Al Michael post about the Midori at first I was like yes yeah. another one yeah what no kidding we no, were... We gotta save them we had yeah. our well we so uh, we have the Midori Preservation
1: Foundation. Oh,
0: yes. On. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, man.
1: okay. so here's the thing. You know, for the last couple of episodes, we've been talking about... Is that pa- the MPF? Paint Midori and body. Preservation yeah. Foundation. Paint and body yes. for the Midori. And yes. yet, we're still waiting for someone to come out of the woodworks.
0: We do need somebody to come out of the woodworks and have to ask a favor? us or help us out.
1: Michael, do you know anyone that can man. help us? Yes. I'll do what I can. I don't know. <laughs> like, and not my, for free. We're not looking for that. Painter. We're just looking no, for no, good no, no, no. painters. My, my
2: painter moved to Vancouver, so it's, uh. it's tough. But totally. I, like also, I even, I mean, my my ass is getting kind of beat up and I'm like, <laughs> I got to get it repainted.
1: Yeah, <laughs> man.
0: Yeah. I mean, we yep. got to find someone for, yeah. our, for our community, right? Exactly. So. We do because we got also the business. I yeah. think if we can find somebody again, like, I, I mean, I, I always bring up Mike Tiga just because his, his uh, mm-hmm. welding work is so good. But if we can find somebody like that, I'd be like, yeah. hey, oh, we yeah. have months of work for you if you yeah, just want it. Yeah, like, also, like yeah, let's yeah. roll you we got into some cash. We got 14 like, cars ready. <laughs> yeah, you did not yeah. have to do nothing. We'll just line them up here yeah, exactly. So I think we can find something like that. I mean, we want to work with those people too. Yeah, so we yeah. can find somebody in, in the ethos, in the grassroots right. that we meet in right. the right. racing. Let us know too, because we love yeah. to promote Absolutely. as a community. It's all about keeping people you know, doing the hot rod. So, but that's so cool. I, I mean, God dang it! That's exciting. Now yeah, I'm super I'm even excited. More excited.
1: Like, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, coming into the fold in this conversation, I thought it, we would just talk about, of course, you know, um, your your moments with you know suicide and and coming out of that, and then of course the racing. But at the same time, like hearing the victories and hearing the wins, you know, through your process and through the times that you know you felt like this was your avenue. I mean, it's really really, really great to hear, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, everyone can come out as a champion and everyone can, you know, create their own story. And I want to just encourage everyone listening is that, you know, you just got to believe, you know? Yep. If if the person, your friend, your family is going through it and is not believing, mm-hmm. believe in them for them. Yep. You know what I mean? Carry all a little it, extra grace all for it, those. Yeah,
0: carry a little grace. Carry grace. a little grace for those who don't maybe have enough right now. right. Carry right. some for those who are lacking. They need it yeah check up on them give them give them the hand yeah maybe, it's always good and then you know in the process of it
1: maybe you know you Get to you know jump in a couple race cars or maybe you know? become a goddamn
0: <laughs> yeah. dynasty yeah. god jesus <laughs> gosh oh, michael uh mike this has been a heck of a conversation uh i gotta just first thank you for being just so open and so vulnerable with us uh, i appreciate you uh, opening up that message i think there's people that need to hear it absolutely um and again i think a testament of a, of a true man's character is is how he betters himself and you're certainly a man who continues to better himself and uh seriously uh, yeah i mean seriously, anybody can you. can look to you as a testament to one who is uh, a well-rounded human being? Um, so again, I, I wish you the best of luck. I think we're going to keep watching and seeing you on the track. We're going to keep following along with Max Boost, but please give us all of the touches, the
3: yeah,
2: the yeah, specs, the absolutely. places to
0: reach you, the emails, the name of the track team. Uh, give it all. I want yeah, it all. So Tell us all of it. So how the, do you reach you first?
2: The best way to reach me is on uh, Instagram. Uh, track spec dd mm-hmm. so, uh, uh the word track spelled out spec without a k mm-hmm. and then dd okay uh i also have track spec daily drivers okay and, uh, i don't know why i needed to but i just felt i needed to uh, saturate the uh, market yeah. why not exactly, right? <laughs> uh and then uh max boost comic yep. on uh instagram okay uh is the easiest way to get a hold of the max boost side
0: of things okay Uh, And can they pick up the comic and the product off of there? Do they have a web link? Yeah, there's a web link. uh,
2: Maxboost.com takes you to uh, either like the Maxboost store or whatever Kickstarter we've got running right now. Gotcha, but you guys Um, own that.
0: Maxboost.com is under actual Maxboost. It's not somebody else. That's right. Cool, perfect. Uh,
2: And then... um, honda.autocannon.com okay. is uh the official website for the relaunch of autocannon clothing hey all uh, right which, which we relaunched now uh, here's
0: honda.autocannon so is it tied in with honda
2: yeah so our officially oh, licensed oh honda goodness. product uh, okay it's all, it's all f uh FL5. Okay. Uh, uh, so you know the the camo, the Type R camo. That's yeah. Like an FL5. Yeah. We w- we've been uh, allowed by Honda oh, to man, so use awesome. that Ho! that camo okay. for uh, our own apparel and whatnot, that's
0: so. okay. Yeah. That's so awesome. That's man. amazing. We Again, are
2: selling out. So if you do want, that's stuff, amazing though, oh,
0: man. Quickly. You have licensed official right gear. Yeah. I mean.
1: On the website right now. Amazing. We, uh, so,
0: so those are the things. So, uh, is, I mean, maybe we don't want to. Maybe we don't want to say what Dennis is. But is there a way to get hold of Dennis if people wanted to follow Dennis and watch his racing or other oh, yeah. things? The
1: Max Boost. Is it Max Boost?
0: Boost? Max okay, Boost perfect. Max Boost Comic. Max Boost Comic. Yeah. Excellent. Um, where can they catch you for the upcoming races or anything in the future? Yeah, where so should they look for you? I, obviously, we talked about the Ridge. Is there other places in California that you're definitely going to be? Yeah. Hearing? So we
2: we uh, are very heavy in uh, NASA SoCal. Okay. okay. Uh, that's that's. Like our our bread and butter. Okay, Um, that's home base. That's home track. Okay, Uh, and uh, we also do a lot of club racer events with, uh, or we do club racer events primarily B Tech Club. Okay, uh, which is another SoCal-based organization. Okay, so generally, it's you know, if if you're around Button Willow, Willow Springs, Chuckwalla. You know those tracks. Those are the the big tracks that we use.
0: Okay, yet. so look them up. Check out those tracks for events. They will be at these types of events. Uh, Track spec DD uh, Max Boost. I mean, obviously, you'll be posting some of those schedules. I imagine on yeah. some of those handles as well. So follow along and link in. Uh, go check out our boy as he continues to take over yeah, this man. racing world. I mean, we can't, I can't wait to see you with a headset on, oh, sitting man. in one of those big like trucks. I know. Right? And you're like, he's getting those tires too hot, goddamn it! Like I'm like, oh my gosh, he's gone full in. Yeah. It's so cool because like we're
2: we're on the cusp. Right? Oh, it's man.
0: so I mean, exciting we're, we're Feel so it. close it's I, I can't wait wheel, wheel. I can't wait till you have some of those moments and we bring you back in after yeah. you've gone away for like a season or something and it's been right. like and now we're going to talk to Mike about what it is to go for a full season yeah. he left <laughs> for six months his world changed what happened we get the yeah, full I mean, actual behind the scenes of what it is to go racing yeah. really go racing yeah, seriously but,
2: and, and that we're, we're looking to do that because we want to go race in SRO uh, and do like TC America in and, and oh, one wow. of the HPD uh, SIs so that would be yeah, very cool be again much. We'd
0: love to have more in-depth from the racing, from the community of what it takes to go racing. What it's even just... I want to hear the drama stories. What yeah. it is, like, yeah. really... I mean, it's great to, to yeah. watch the things online and or on even TV, but they are... They're gonna be washed a little bit. They're gonna find the mm-hmm. the nuances and let it be. They're not gonna just talk about the harsher stuff. I know that you're gonna have some things that are like, this is wild. Some of the things that we came up to is wild. Some of the things we had to overcome. Yeah. Some of the attitudes yeah, of people man. I'm sure you'll meet. Um. So I mean, I would love to hear some of those stories we would if love you're willing ha- to We share would love them. to have you back. I think there's so. gotta be chronicles of Definitely. the track team. I mean, what right? is the name of the track team? Uh, it's Auto Cannon Racing. Auto Cannon Racing. So now I think we have to start the stories and the legacies of the Auto Cannon. Cannon. Exactly. as they continue forward. I mean, at some point, I imagine you guys, I would hope to see you guys as a competitor on regular, like, you know, I want to see you guys on ESPN 8, The Ocho. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, yeah, that and that would oh, be, yes. those are those fantastic, but until it gets to that, let's tell all those behind the scenes right. stories and those, you know, what happened to get actually to the racetrack yeah, right. that day. Um, so thank you for your time, Mike. Thank you for your oh, vulnerability. Thank you so much, Michael. Uh, thank you congratulations on the race team. Good luck in the future. And uh, we'll be following along. Any last words of advice or words of wisdom there, Walt?
1: No, I mean it was really great to sit down and talk to you about all of the things going on in your life, uh, shedding some light on you know your dealings with depression. And we thank you for that. That takes a really takes a lot of courage, strength, mm-hmm. and um, for you to celebrate that, embrace that. And uh, give your perspective. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people out there that are dealing with that can also find the light in your words. So, thank yeah, you yeah, so much. Th- thanks thank for having man. me. Uh,
2: just, you know, if uh, I just want to close, if I can, please. Um, if anybody out there is having any uh, issues with mental health or depression or just not feeling self worth, um, find someone to talk to. Go online, look up resources. There's there's tons of them available. Mm-hmm. Uh, reach out to us. There's reach out to
0: yeah. uh, reach out to Mike. Reach out to me. Reach mm-hmm. out to Walt. Reach out to Al. Al would would be 100 percent behind this uh, if Absolutely. he was here tonight. Um, so yeah, please don't be silent. We're we're here for you. The communities are here for you. Um, until again, then, until next time. Again, thank you, Mike. Thank you, Walt. Thank you. Uh, this has been saying Cars and combos. Reach out to us, of course, at namsayan07 at gmail.com with all of your stories, all of your inquiries. Uh, we're, of course, looking for more people to interview uh, from the uh, takeover scene. If any of you guys want to come on and give us your opinion on what is that scene, your insight into that, uh, again, we'll have uh, full uh, journalistic integrity. Nobody's uh, identities or uh, likenesses will be uh, put onto uh, the podcast. We'll keep full... Um, uh, uh, what amenity, mm-hmm. uh from uh, from anything happening so please come on and send your information our way um, again I'm saying at gmail.com until next time gentlemen goodbye goodbye peace